so unpresidential. And then he said, keep yapping, man. <laughs> I mean, that did not exactly bring back uh, memories of Kennedy or LBJ or some of the debates involving Truman, FDR. Scranton Joe came out. <laughs> Joe from Scranton came out. <laughs> Will you quit yapping? What I love is that, and of course, we've got a ton planned for you today, Cowboys, high school, Rangers, college football. I mean, we have it all. Golf. We have some golf talk coming up at 340 that I'm pretty excited about. I was talking about it on the pregame show the other day, the Baylor pregame show. But, uh, Stephen, why is a country... Is it, and of course, this is Twitter, and not everybody in our listening audience is on Twitter. In fact, I would say only about 20% of our audience is actually on Twitter. Now, I would say 60 to 70% of our audience is actually on Facebook. Okay, Facebook's probably a little more uh, what we have, but can you explain to me, like, why people, like, what did they think they were going to see last night? Did they think they were going to see some kind of very respectful. Let's just deal with the points. I mean, it's Trump. He was going to turn he was gonna turn this into a brawl. That's what he does. Like I don't I don't understand all the hang hand wringing and I'm concerned about America. Well listen, we've had two hundred thousand dead from a pandemic. I mean, if, if it took you a debate last night to become concerned about America, where have you been? Where have you been? So I, I just I, I think both sides are somewhat disingenuous when we when we somehow come out of that thing just oh my gosh, I'm I'm just shocked. I'm shocked to see these two old fellas you know, saying that kind of talking that way to each other. Can you believe this has happened to our country? Did you watch four years ago? Did you watch the debates? I mean, Trump bullied these people into submission. He turned Jeb Bush into a little crying, shrinking violet. I mean, just kind of just kicked him over to the side, called him low energy Bush or whatever. I mean, it was he just absolutely lying Ted, he called him. And then the other one, Marco. Marco he made fun of because Marco was always having to drink water having trouble swallowing and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I just, I'm just saying it's not, Stephen, I just don't get it. Like, and, and by the way, I don't know how you watched it. I got together with a buddy. We went out to get a bite to eat last night, and then we went back over to my, my uh, it's my last single buddy of all my uh, guys. Never been married. So he just lives the life of a bachelor. And so we went over to the house and watched it, and we're kind of scoring it and, he would kind of, you know, say, oh, man, that was a good point there. But th- this one was hard to score because it never really it never really got going. Like, if this was a sporting event, you know, it would have been like the most uneven sort of – it would be like a, a, a sporting event that had no flow to it. And, and the umpire, which was Chris Wallace – kind of lost all control. It'd be like an NBA referee or a, or a football referee who just light, let everything get away from him. And I don't know if Wallace could have done anything different because he tried to rein him back in. But in trying to rein him back in, 
he he got Republicans thinking that he was going at Trump. And then, of course, Trump has fed that as well. Stephen, this is your post-debate, your post-debate <laughs> show, the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen well, Simcox. You know, on the uh, on the what did you expect front, I think, at least on Twitter, I just feel like people like to hate watch things, Matt. Like they just enjoy like kind of saying how horrible yeah, something is. Yeah, just saying how horrible it is and trying to like make jokes and commiserate in, in misery, whether that's real misery or just sort of, you know, exaggerated, like, oh, this is so awful. Um, but I mean, yeah, this is, this is what politics is right now. I mean, this is what it's been for, for a number of years. And it was a really interesting strategy that, that Trump employed of just talking the entire time, <laughs> like just literally just talking the entire and debate. People, you know, people say mostly get back to sports. Okay. Leave politics to other people, but sports showed up. Sports showed up at the debate it, out of the blue. Trump goes, I brought back football. Did you see that? I brought back football, the Big Ten. Big Ten. He didn't say anything about the Pac-12, just the Big Ten. The Big Ten was able to bring back college football. <laughs> I thought that was a pretty funny moment. Just uh, it, it uh, Biden just kind of laughed. He kind of had a, you know, just kind of almost laughed over there. It was interesting. And then today, of course, there's been talk. Was Biden wearing a wire? And they had to go in there close, Stephen, and they've been able to discover, no, it was just a crease in his shirt. It was not an actual wire. But that was a huge, that, that thing went crazy on social media, people believing that Joe Biden was wearing a wire. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Can you imagine trying to do a debate with somebody in your ear? I mean, and, and Joe already kind of from time to time gets a little lost on numbers and everything. I mean, let's not act like he's just always, you know, he, he stumbles a little bit. I don't think Joe's capable of, like, having somebody in his ear telling him what to say. Like, I don't – he doesn't seem like somebody that could pull that off, okay? So I, I do not believe the theory that he was wearing a wire last night. I just don't – I don't think that would have been helpful to him because he's not – that's not how he's made up. Yeah, well, I think it's a fair question because I heard his campaign manager used to work for the Astros. <laughs> they said they said late in the late in the debate they heard a trash can banging around back there. <laughs> they gave him a buzzer. I got a call today, Stephen Tom Barfield, new program director, and that was his big. He you know, gave me a little pep talk, just getting us ready for the day. And his big point was that was to say. Want you to do more politics. Would like you and Steven to do more <laughs> politics in the afternoon. I'm glad that so, message got through. Yeah. We're really yeah. taking it to heart. I like it. I would say so. All right. That's our debate coverage. That's our debate coverage. The uh, CNC Collision Center text line, 254-662-1660. Who do you think won? Give us your, give us your take on who won that debate last night. Do you want more politics from Mosley and Simcox? <laughs> I don't think so. I think the answer will be no. But who do you give that decision to, or was it a draw last night since they just kind of bickered with each other? And then Chris Wallace. Did Chris Wallace win last night? Did he come out okay? I don't know. I don't know. I was reading this, Stephen, that Chris Wallace, you know, his dad is, was the, the late, great uh, Mike Wallace, that years ago he landed – Oh, who was it? Oh, 
they they were both trying to get uh, Chris Wallace was at ABC, okay, in like 2002, and Mike Wallace was at CBS, uh, in, you know, obviously uh, 60 Minutes, and Chris Rock was going on to talk to Chris Wallace, Chris Rock, the famous comedian, and at the last minute, Chris Wallace got a call from from uh, Chris Rock and said. I'm sorry, uh, I'm going to go on 60 Minutes. And his own father had stolen the interview from him. Now, Mike ended up giving it to Ed Bradley, so he decided not to take it for himself. So he gave it to another member of 60 Minutes. But uh, I thought that was interesting, that a dad would take a major interview away from his son. Now, that tells you how interesting that relationship was. Chris Wallace, the son of the great brawler interviewer, Mike Wallace. Stephen, would you call me the Mike Wallace of Central Texas when it comes to interviews? Yes, that's what I've always said. Have you really said that? Okay, good, good. Just kind of like to dig in there on that front. And uh, the one thing we don't do, we, we there used to be people on this show that would do about 12 interviews a day. I I, I like interviews. I enjoy it. I love the people we have on, but that doesn't seem like the way to go, Stephen. And I may have that wrong. So someday they'll call me and go, Mosley, we got to get rid of you because you're not doing enough interviews. I could see that happening. But uh, until that day happens, Stephen, what we're not going to do is do like uh, 10 interviews a day. It is the Mos- uh, Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. We're rolling along. It is 321. On a beautiful Wednesday afternoon, let's get into some Cowboys. Kind of excited about this. We got some, uh, we got some Mike Nolan. What is wrong with this defense? And then also Mike McCarthy on the record today. We'll hear a little bit from him. All of that coming up next. Nobody has a better selection of light and heavy-duty Ram pickup trucks than Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Another beautiful day here in Central Texas. We'll see mostly sunny skies. It'll be warmer than yesterday with highs topping out at 89 degrees. Clear skies tonight. Once again, very comfortable conditions with lows dropping to 55. And tomorrow, mostly sunny skies. Just as nice with a high of 87. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.30 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. Recently on the Matt Mosley Show. It was like when we were first out of school, first out of Baylor. And he was trying to sell him a car. And uh, the guy said, yeah, I go to Baylor. And and, uh, and so my buddy from my hometown says, well, one of my best friends went to Baylor, Matt Mosley. And said the guy's, the guy's face just dropped. The guy responds, yeah, he dated my cousin for a long time. <laughs> didn't end well this classic matt mosley show moment is brought to you by our friends at central national bank listen to the matt mosley show monday through friday from three to six 
At Marineland Boating Center, we believe in families, fishing, and everyone who enjoys being on the water. That's why Marineland is home to Alumacraft, boats designed and built by generations of fishing enthusiasts for fishing enthusiasts. For over 70 years, Alumacraft has been providing durability and innovation. Whether it's time for water sports or the perfect catch, we've got an Alumacraft model to fit your style and budget. Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or visit MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Don't miss the Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center. You'll find great items at terrific prices on new and used guns, knives, swords, hunting gear, books, coins, medals, and ammo. Best of all, you'll enjoy browsing with the benefit of paying discount prices. Hours are 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 to 4 Sunday. Bring in your old gun and trade up for the gun you've always wanted. Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center in Belton. My house has a new glow, I love my windows, universal windows direct. Summer is here and so is home improvement season. It's time to get those windows replaced. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. Universal Windows Central Texas.com. That's Universal Windows Central Texas.com. Or call 254 301 7760. And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Smalt Sandwich Shop. Astros beat the Twins 4-1 yesterday. Game 2 underway right now on Fox Sports Central Texas. Keep it right here for updates throughout the day. The White Sox beat the A's 4-1. Rays over the Blue Jays 3-1. And the Yankees blast the Indians 12-3. Those matchups with Game 2 in the best of a three series today as well as the National League getting underway with their wild card series. Cincinnati and Atlanta. Miami and the Cubs. St. Louis and San Diego. And Milwaukee and the Dodgers. The Tennessee Titans have one additional player test positive for COVID-19 team while the last round of coronavirus testing yielded no positive tests for the Minnesota Vikings. Wildcat coaches show tonight with Scott Stewart at Wings Pizza and Things in Temple live on Fox Sports Central Texas starting at 730. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Billy Joel for you. Wednesday afternoon, just a tremendous day, and uh, we got golf coming up here in about 13 minutes. We'll go out to uh, speak to the uh, owner of Bear Ridge and uh, Tommy Tompkins. Good guy out there. He's got that thing headed in the right direction. Excited to talk to him about that, the renovation of the course, what it means, what they're going to be doing out there tomorrow. And uh, I may get a wild hair and just, and just uh, I may show up, may show up for a little tea time in the morning. 
9 a.m. And uh, and just see what I can do out there at Bear Ridge. Stephen, you know where that is, don't you? Kind of out, uh, headed out Highway 6, Bear Ridge. That's a good piece of land mm-hmm. out there. Good pe- A good property. Stephen, out where you live in McGregor, do you find yourself, do you find any rolling hills? Can you find some elevation changes out there in, in McGregor? And it's pretty flat where I hang out in McGregor, which is, uh, you know, seeing our old friend uh, Jim Turner out there. Obviously, uh, the uh, bull foxes, foxes, treats and eats. Woo, I love that place. Uh, kind of flat there. Do you have any undulation or elevation changes in your neighborhood? No, not really, Matt. Now, there's close to McGregor, there's Mother Neff State Park, which is a, a, mm. a nice little state park, and you can do some hiking out there, but pretty yep. pretty uh, flat land there in, in McGregor, America. How much would you, how shocked would you be if you get a call from me this weekend or sometime and say, What are you doing, Mosley? I just said, I'm out here hiking at Mother Neff Park. <laughs> well, you're an active guy. That wouldn't surprise me too much. And I never really know. I mean, you're in Central Texas all the time. Some yes. some weekends you'll be out in Longview. I, I really never know where where you're going to end up. Kind of all over the place. Mosleys are a very active family. They're always kind of like about. To, I like to uh, keep people guessing a little bit, um, and uh, so we'll talk some golf. We'll talk some local golf coming up here in about ten minutes on the uh, on the CNC Collision Center text line. Stephen, what are you uh, what are you seeing up there? Any any did anybody like our 60 Minutes talk? Did they like our debate talk? Um, are they demanding more politics from Mosley? Or are they <laughs> saying stick to sports? What are our people saying? Well, we don't really have a clear winner. You ask about winners. Most people just said uh, we had one two five four number that said America lost. And JB said, not a fan of either and the country's in trouble. Uh, but on your 60 Minutes talk, we, we did get some texters. One two five four texter said Mosley always does great interviews, which you do. And that's true. And then um, there was a guy on here, though, that said Mosley is more like Andy Rooney. So not exactly Mike Wallace, but you got an Andy Rooney comparison. (laughs) Steven, can you find for later, let's play a little Andy Rooney. He used to do those um, kind of fun stories at the end of 60 Minutes. Oh, he's that guy. Okay, I know that guy. Yeah, the old, old dude. And uh, we lost him in 2011, age 92. But Andy Rooney was kind of a... I mean, he did, and he kind of had a voice, Andy Rooney, and he would. This is the, this is, uh, you know, I was the other day I was looking at the newspaper, and uh, the New York Times said that Donald J. Trump and Ivanka, something along those lines, is what Andy Rooney sounded like, but uh, I, I don't sound like that, do I, Stephen? <laughs> it's weird how I can. These voices are still there in my head. It's kind of like when I can go get. Uh, uh, R.C. Slocum, Texan Fadnam Aggies. Uh, hello. Appreciate you guys having me on today. I invented, if you don't, uh, if y'all didn't realize it, I invented the punt, the fake punt where we line up and try to pull people off sides. It's never worked in the history of football, but I'm the one who came up with that, and I'm the one who wastes everybody's time with that. All right, Stephen, that is some R.C. Slocum for you in case you needed that today. Um, Mike Nolan. Now, you got me excited about this a little bit, and uh, <laughs> I, I want to see how he answers this first this first question. Stephen, this is my – for people that um, – you watched it. You watched this Cowboys game the other day. Receivers running free, 
going crazy. This feels like the setup to like a joke or something. All right, Stephen, the way you wrote this first question, how did your secondary hold up on Sunday? Well, we didn't we didn't uh, have to substitute much. Obviously, there wasn't much. You know, we don't have a lot of depth, but uh, but I thought that they held up okay. Um, they played they played physical, which which I was pleased to see. Um, you know, sometimes when you're banged up a little bit, you you know tend to get a little uh, you know a little softer around the attack. But I thought that the guys played played aggressive. Um, they did play the entire game. You know, the rookie and uh, Worley both those two kind of handled most of the of the game on the corner. Um, but I thought they both did a, a decent job. Um, and, uh, you know, again, there was a, I don't know that there was a lot of winning grades going along uh, on the back end, but at the same time, they played hard. And uh, like I said, they continued to mix it up throughout the game. All right, Stephen, does that get you fired up? <laughs> yeah, they really one mixed it Cowboys, up. They, they, they played hard and really mixed it up. I don't know if I'd give any winning grades. <laughs> Golly. All right, so they kind of soft-shoot into that one. Kind of like, how did you think the secondary held up? Well, I mean, if he was honest, he'd say it was disastrous. I mean, we might as well have put uh, Alden Smith back there as a cornerback. He would have had a better chance. He could have probably stayed. He probably could have uh, kept people in front of him better than our safeties did. Worley, the hybrid. Uh, When somebody calls um, a player like Trayvon Diggs the rookie, Stephen, is that does that say that that's just kind of kind of a fun thing they do, or do you think in that moment Nolan probably didn't really didn't really <laughs> think of his name? Well, he is fairly new. Maybe he needs to put like the tape with the sharpie on their helmet, like Parcells used to do back in the day. Um, yeah, it's uh, Mike's. I guess he's trying his best to to make something of that. The secondary was terrible. I guess they did mix it up. Sometimes they would just get burned, and sometimes they would just let people completely run free and bust coverage. Uh, but it's a mess right now. The rookie is the best guy in the secondary right now, and we've seen him get beat plenty of times. You're just at least hopeful that there's some potential there, and, and Diggs has made a few plays. All right. Um, it's, uh, I, 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 like, I, like, I like some of that. Now, here's where they kind of narrow it down a little bit. Why were there wide receivers for the Seahawks just running free? Mike? I think some of it is, well, some of it is technique related to allowing guys to get on top of you when you should stay on top if you're a deep zone defender. Um, I think a couple times, uh, I believe a couple guys got their eyes in the wrong place. Um, you know, obviously that nothing's ever intentional when someone makes a mistake. I mean, they want to perform well. And so when they do, a lot of times it's, it's technique based and technique. Part of technique is just having your eyes in the right place. If you don't see it, you know, obviously you're not going to cover it. And uh, I think that's something we need to clean up just a little bit uh, more. And uh, but that was that was more it. Like I said, just lack of discipline. I think about staying on top at times, and then the other part would just be a, a lack of uh, eye control. Do you ever have a lack of eye control? Just kind of so as a defensive back, I guess they got caught. I think my youth can... pastor used to talk about that. <laughs> that's right. Stephen, would you wear this promise ring? Would you slip this on? Um, used to be that, Stephen and Josh McDowell. They had a big series when I was growing up. When I was closer to your age, go to FCA leadership camp. And they had a little campaign called Why Wait? Why Wait? So, Stephen, I hope you hope you were able to hold on there. And I know you did. We won't get into that. Uh, we won't yeah, get let's, into let's your, move on. Your TCU. Please. 
<laughs> That's good out there at TCU. No, no, I've talked to some folks that you hung with at TCU. I know some of that crowd you ran with. Uh, Chris Gross is some of them. So I have full confidence you maintained everything. All right, Stephen, Alden, uh, so you can send that to Chris later. Alden Smith, though, this is a defensive end for the Dallas Cowboys. And I think this is when the media kind of wanted to be like, hey, Mike, we're going to say something nice. Okay, we're going to bring up somebody who had quite a game. And I will say Alden Smith, from a pass rushing moves, from the power, from the speed, to being under control against Russell Wilson, it's crazy that this guy's been out of football for four years. I love it, Stephen. I'll tell you what you'll start hearing soon is they'll say, well, uh, Alden's getting all of these sacks because they worry so much about Demarcus Lawrence. All right, just buckle your chin strap on that, Stephen. That's the one you'll start hearing. I know how these things work. Well, they just spend so much time on Lawrence. Okay, here's the question on Alden Smith's success. Is there anyone, Mike, you can compare him to? Uh, there's no one that I can compare him to, um, only because I hadn't I hadn't uh, coached a player that's been through what he's been through the last four years prior to coming back. Um, that's that's a kind of a unique situation and being out of ball. So um, it'd be hard, you know. Like I said, I can't really compare him to anyone, but um, he is doing a very good job. He's playing very aggressively. Um, he's uh, look, he's about 20, 25 pounds heavier than he was last time he played. So his game has actually changed a little bit as well from the standpoint of the things he does well and, and the things he can do. You know, he's always been a versatile player, but when you put on 25 pounds, it changes some of that versatility. It maybe take a little versatility away from you, but then again, it might help you in another area too as far as strength goes because he, he shows a lot of strength in his game, more strength than I think he, he showed as a younger player. All right, even more strength than as a younger player. Uh, Steven, who does who does uh, Mike Nolan's voice remind you of that we just heard from last night? I I I think I think Mike Nolan sounds like Biden. Yeah, I can last, I can see that a little can, bit. Don't you kind of think a little bit? Just something about that tone, the quality of his voice has a little uh, bit of no Joe Biden. There's no one I can compare him to, um, only because I hadn't. I hadn't uh, coached a player that's been through what Stop he's been through yapping. the last four years. Stop your yapping. Um, that's, that's See? See, that sounds to me a little bit like Biden. Stop, stop your yapping. <laughs> we got people running for president and they're telling each other to shut up. I mean, what an interesting thing that was. All right, Stephen, we have an opportunity now to go out to Bear Ridge. Well, you talk about a course making a comeback. Bear Ridge. Uh, we talked to the owner of Bear Ridge, Tommy Tompkins, next. Recently on Unnecessary Roughness. If you spend $20, you can use a coupon. Well, none of us have spent $20 by ourselves. If we all come together like butt cheeks, we'll have over the $20 threshold. We can use a coupon to get a discount. That makes sense to me. Of course it did. And I mean, I contributed $10 to it. No, you didn't. And Steven gave $10. Well, no, Steven didn't do anything. Steven just... Yeah, I didn't do anything. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not talk about me, though. Unnecessary Roughness, Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on ESPN Central Texas. 
With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Niche Group at 1-800-258-8302. Time to rep your Rangers loudly and proudly with some fresh fan gear. Grab the redesigned Ranger script home white jerseys. Go retro with the powder blue. Or snag the newly designed red TX cap. These looks and a lot more are waiting for you at the new and improved Grand Slam Team Store inside Globe Life Field. We are open all week long and ready for you. Find us inside the TXU Energy North Entry or shop from your couch on MLBShop.com. Hey guys, we all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, but have you ever given a gift just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of great gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big O key rings, candles, and jewelry, and as always, free gift wrapping and delivery available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308 West Waco Drive, next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. For 75 years, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe ranging from half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, bench posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Good luck to the Midway Panthers as they continue their tradition of excellence this season. At Wilkerson Hatch Bailey, we also carry traditions. I'm Brooklyn Bailey. 95 years, our family has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services and celebrations custom to your loved ones. From intimate memorials to large celebrations, we believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to your family. Learn more at whbfamily.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Small Sandwich Shop. Astros beat the Twins 4-1 yesterday. Game 2 underway right now on Fox Sports Central Texas. Keep it right here for updates throughout the day. The White Sox beat the A's 4-1. Rays over the Blue Jays 3-1. And the Yankees blast the Indians 12-3. Those matchups with Game 2 in the best of a three series today as well as the National League getting underway with their wild card series. Cincinnati and Atlanta. Miami and the Cubs. St. Louis and San Diego. And Milwaukee and the Dodgers. The Tennessee Titans have one additional player test positive for COVID-19 team while the last round of coronavirus testing yielded no positive tests for the Minnesota Vikings. Wildcat coaches show tonight with Scott Stewart at Wings Pizza and Things in Temple live on Fox Sports Central Texas starting at 730. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley show with Stephen Simcox, ESPN Central Texas, on a gorgeous Wednesday afternoon. All fall is upon us. The sultry, uh, the hot weather has broken. 
and it's time to get out to the golf course, get out and about, get out into the great wide open, get in a golf cart, and uh, Bear Ridge is now an option to you as you want to do that. And right now, the owner of Bear Ridge, a, uh, a golf course, man, I played a long time ago. We used to have fraternity events out there, loved it, and this man is bringing it back. Um, Tommy Tompkins, welcome to the uh, Matt Mosley Show. Matt, thank you. Uh, appreciate you having me on and, and uh, uh, appreciate the chance to talk about Bear Ridge a little bit. Well, you got to start from the beginning. Tommy, what was uh, what what led you to uh, make this purchase? You know, it's not one of the easier things to do in the world is manage and own a, uh, a golf course. But you are a hands-on guy. I know that about you. What... Um, what, tell me a little bit about what led you in November 2019 and sort of the, the months leading up to that to, uh, to take this on, because this has been quite a venture. Well, Matt, uh, that story is not anything like most people would think it was, including yourself. Um, I, two days before I bought this golf course, I never even mentioned it, never talked about it to anybody, and never, never, never wanted it. I mean, I used to love the golf course before it got run down, but I had no intentions of buying it. And um, I got a phone call on a uh, Friday night from the previous owner's son, and he asked if he could come talk to me. And uh, I said, well, of course, because I, I, I knew Tom. I knew I know that whole family. And so he came over Saturday morning. This is a little hard to swallow, but he came over Saturday morning about 10 o'clock, and at 10.45, we signed buy-sell papers. And that is the only conversation I had to buy this place. Wow, it happened that quickly. So It happened that uh, quickly. Wow. So you had uh, admired the course in the past and enjoyed playing, saw that they had had some issues with it. What uh, What caused you... Uh, obviously, maybe there you you ended up with a deal you liked, but uh, what was it about owning a golf course that was uh, appealing to you? I mean, that's uh, that is uh, that's a lot for people to take on, and it's not something I would think anybody would ever do lightly. Well, you you can't go into it lightly. Uh, running a golf course is is uh, uh, no matter what part you role you take in it yourself, it is a full time job. Uh, but it's this golf course. I joined this golf course back in 2001, the day it opened up and I was a member up until the night I bought it, uh, or or the morning I bought it. And, uh, so I've always been out here and the last three years, uh, it's no secret in town. Uh, it wasn't worth playing. And, uh, so, uh, when the opportunity came, I didn't expect to buy it. But he made me a, an offer that I guess one of those things you don't refuse. And, and so I did buy it, and, and I went to work the very next day, even though we hadn't closed or, or, or traded any money or anything. But I came over the, 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 that Sunday morning, and I went to work. And as of this day, we haven't stopped. Yeah, you put a ton of work into it. Talking to Tommy Tompkins, who owns and runs that golf course, Bear Ridge, and uh, I remember the excitement when it opened. Baylor was going to be out there. They had facilities and practice facilities. There was a lot of fun 
out there, and we played it. Uh, you know, Tommy, just the, the, the bones of that course, um, what is it about that course that even through the ups and downs, you remained a member out there? What do you like? I always kind of like the, the elevation changes, and, and it, it was always a great property and a great piece of land. Obviously, it just hadn't been taken care of properly. What, what, did, what did you love the most about that course? Well, this course has a lot of character. Uh, the back nine of Bear Ridge is as good as golf gets. Uh, if you like golf, if you've never played this golf course, just come out and ride the back nine, and when you get in, you're going to want to go in and get a set of clubs and go out and play it. It, it is absolutely uh, as good a back nine as you'll find anywhere in the country. And uh, that uh, I rode this golf course with Tim Hobby, the Baylor coach, back when it opened, and listened to him how it should be played, and, and I just fell in love with it. And, and I, I think today uh, there's not a better golf course in all of Central Texas and in all of Texas, it's any better than this one. Uh, we just have to get it in, in shape. And, and I was very, very lucky. I, I got a superintendent. His name's Andrew Moore. Uh, came uh, with a lot of experience and, uh, and from a family that has a lot of background. But Andrew has done more than a remarkable job. Not myself nor, nor anyone else ever dreamed we would be in the shape we're in today. And, and it comes from a gentleman that knew what he was doing, and he's come in here, and he, he's gone to work, and he's made quite a difference. And when people come out, they're going to be quite surprised. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm very much looking forward to it. You are going to do a cool event for the media and uh, have some, uh, some things going on out there uh, tomorrow morning. In fact, uh, uh, it, Tommy, let us know a little bit about the, uh, the clubhouse. Now, you have completely restored that clubhouse Give us an update on what all you had to do to it and, uh, and, and what you're most proud of with that particular clubhouse now because some, uh, some of us do like to linger in the clubhouse after a round. Well, we've done a couple of things. First of all, we, we didn't rebuild the clubhouse, but we have replaced everything in it. Uh, the clubhouse columns were all rotten, and so it has 16 columns around it, big, big columns, and we've, we've replaced every one of them. We've replaced every window in it. We've replaced uh, just about everything that is replaceable has been replaced. And then upstairs, it's always had an apartment up there and some offices. And um, uh, I work downstairs. I don't need an office upstairs. So we took that office and turned it into another bedroom. We have a, a two-bedroom apartment upstairs that people who come visit Waco, go to the silos or whatever, if they need a place to stay, uh, they're going to be able to stay there. And then the husband can play golf or, and the ladies can go to the silos or whatever they want to do. Uh, Waco has a lot to offer. And over the last few years, it's just gotten better. So that will be something added to it. We also oh. added, uh, it never had a 19th hole. Uh, and so we, we took the back room and we turned, put a bar in it and we turned it into a 19th hole. The sad part of that is when we got that finished, uh, it was open two days before we got shut down because of this uh, uh, the virus that's going around. So, mm -hmm. uh, but, but it'll open back up some, you know, fully someday. We're, we're open now when the restaurant's open. Uh, our grill is open uh, every day, but it's not open in, in the evenings. So, uh, but our, our 19th hole is open when the restaurant's open. And so people can come in and have a drink afterwards. And, and, and we, have, uh, we have a good grill, fully stocked. Our pro shop is fully stocked. 
and uh, we're we're a pretty good golf course today. We're not anywhere close to where we want to be. Uh, we have a vision for this golf course that's going to put it among the top in the country, and it's going to take a couple more years to do that. But in the meantime, it's very playable today, and if you come out, uh, I, I have yet to have anyone come up and not tell me how great it was. Yeah, pretty. Uh, Tommy Tompkins, the owner of Bear Ridge, has uh, restored it, renovated it, done all, rebuilt all sorts of bunkers, replaced the greens. And, and uh, Tommy, as you were sharing with me the other day, uh, two million gallons of water, more than that, and then a couple hundred tons of fertilizer. So uh, you really have invested heavily in that uh, in that course tell me uh, tell folks a little bit because we've got a lot of golfers out there listening Jim Howler the great uh, former Baylor <laughs> basketball coach he's a yeah, buddy yeah. of mine he he loves to play golf what is the uh, talk about or, or let me know about those uh, those greens what what uh, when you replaced them what did you what kind of greens did you put in we put in champions Bermuda and and I'm telling you they're rolling great we put in a, a new type of bunker. It's called Bunker Solutions, and uh, it's kind of new. It hadn't been out a long time. But uh, Vince Clark, who you may know, uh, the MTC golf coach, uh, Vince says they're the best bunkers he's ever played. And uh, our greens uh, are rolling uh, and, and putting just, just great. Uh, Champions Bermuda uh, is a uh, tiff Bermuda grass, and it just makes excellent putting surface. And... Uh, all of them, like you said, we replaced every one of them. We redid or, or changed every bunker on the place, and so they all—they're all, they're all uh, very uh, so playable with that new bunker solution. And uh, the fairways—we uh, put a little over a couple of million gallons of water on them, and we put a couple of tons of fertilizer, hundred tons of fertilizer on them, and uh, uh, they've grown in quite well. But it's uh, I give that credit to Andrew. He knew how to do it, and he knew what to do, and he knew the order to do it in. You know, it's one thing to come out here and kill some weeds. It's another one to turn those weeds into the fine fairways we have out here today. Yeah, anxious to get back out there. Really enjoyed playing it in the past, and I'm, I'm uh, excited about it. Tell people the easiest way to uh, book tee times. I assume they can call out there and uh, – in fact, I did that the other day. Um, or can they do it online? What are the various ways people can uh, book a tee time with you? Well, you can you can go to uh, BearRidgeWaco.com. Uh, no, excuse me. That's that's uh, that's correct. It is BearRidgeWaco. I get my email and my, my other confused. But anyway, go to BearRidgeWaco.com, and that's our webpage. And you can book tee times uh, up to two weeks out if you're a member, up to one week out if you're not a member. And then you can call our phone. Uh, it's 254-848-7800, extension 1, and book a tee time the same way. So you can do it online. You can do it on the phone. Uh, or you can send us an email, and we'll, we'll, we'll answer it. Uh, today, uh, somebody who had, had been out had told some friends about it that live in Dallas and Austin. And uh, four guys from Dallas and six guys from Austin is coming down on the 21st of October. Uh, they put two tee times today to play the golf course. So uh, people are beginning to hear about us and, and come out. But uh, we, we'll book your tee time any way you want to book it, online or on the phone. Well, Tommy, excited to hear it. Uh, good luck with the, uh, the media event. That's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, let's call that area that up top. Tomorrow, that's that's going to be time. We got, 
we got 20 sports riders from around the state of Texas coming. And that'll be a lot of fun. And then hopefully they'll go home and, and, and tell them uh, how much they enjoyed the golf course. Yeah, the only thing about sports riders, Tommy, they are looking for free food and a lot of freebies, okay? So you don't often make money off sports riders. I just want to keep that in mind, especially those guys at the Waco Trib. They will arrive without much in their pocket, so keep an eye on that situation. Now, let's call that. Um, let's call those bedrooms up there the crow's nest, okay? Kind of like they do at Augusta. No, I like that. I like that. Yeah. All right, I'm here for you. Uh, it yeah, is Tommy. Like it is uh, Tommy well, Tompkins. Hey, we appreciate it, Tommy. Thank you. Look forward to uh, you coming out and playing. And uh, uh, I want to thank you for for putting us on. And uh, tell, uh, hope your listeners have come out and give us a try. They'll do it. They'll do it. Our people are a loyal bunch. The uh, Mosley Mafia. They'll be on their way out there. Mosley Mafia. Uh, I like it that is, too. Yes, exactly. <laughs> there he goes, Tommy Tompkins. The uh, the owner and uh, boy runs everything out there. Does a good job, and boy, he and the uh, superintendent that he brought in, Andrew Moore, have uh, taken a, a really a neat golf course that had uh, had gotten away from the folks, and uh, and they poured a bunch of money and a bunch of love into that course, and uh, that's exciting times. That's great news for Waco, which already has some some. I, I love all playing all the courses. Uh, when I was in college, it was Battle Lake, Conley. Uh, Cottonwood, of course, but when Bear Ridge came, I loved having that other option. There was also the Woodway. They used to have Woodway course that's no longer there, but uh, and then Wildflower and Temple's a great one, and then I play Mill Creek a lot. But the more great golf courses we have, the better we'll uh, all be off. All right, it's the uh, Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox, and uh, we are approaching 4 o'clock and that is when we do something called Campus Confidential, all the latest in college athletics. We take you all around the country. That's next. The Bears on the road for the first time this season, this Saturday, headed to Morgantown to take on the Mountaineers. 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 11 a.m. kickoff with J.J. Joe, Ricky Thompson, and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Bears Ears from Milan Pushkar Stadium in Morgantown here on ESPN Central Texas. At Bush's Chicken, you can always count on getting the best chicken, the best tenders, and the best tea at the best value. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107. Or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. All right, truck season over at Allen Samuels in Waco. Got the Ram to hold all your gear, pull all your trailers, ATVs. At Allen Samuels, it's truck season. That means it's time for Ram Power Days. Get out there, see Ted Teague, uh, the general manager out there, his staff, great folks. Love the service area. Huge. They can go through 
so many vehicles, but they take care of everything. It's not some kind of mass thing where, oh, they're just trying to get through these things as quickly as possible. They take a lot of time. They sanitize it. They do all the things you need to do during the COVID. I was so impressed. It's like something insane, like 60,000 square feet of space back there. I think I'm close on that one. Ram Lone Star Crew Cabs now feature $9,750 in bonus cash incentives or you can choose 0% finance for 72 months and no payments for 90 days with approved credit. Ask for details. Ram, the highest pickup owner loyalty in America. Plus, it's Jeep Adventure Days. Jeep Gladiator Sport now has 3.9% finance, 72 months, no payments, 90 days. And Jeep has just announced that employee pricing for all is back on most Gladiator models. See Alan Samuels for full details. I drive the uh, a Grand Cherokee. And I really, really enjoy that vehicle. And uh, you can uh, get out there and take advantage of the new Jeep Cherokee or a Jeep Renegade. 2020 Cherokees feature 0% financing for 72 months or no payments for 90 days or up to $6,000 in bonus cash. Shop, apply, buy online at alansamuelsdcj.com. Automatic Chef Canteen is a full-service micro-market vending and office coffee provider with state-of-the-art vending equipment. They offer custom-fitted micro-market vending and office coffee solutions for your employee break room. Locally owned and operated for over 50 years in Central Texas, including in-house mechanics on call 24-7 for fast, reliable service and maintenance. Automatic Chef Canteen, 6900 Imperial Drive in Waco or online at automaticchefcanteen.com. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Hey, it's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. Dr. Tyler Cooper, Dallas's own Cooper Clinic, says your health is your responsibility. Control what you can control to live a better life. One thing everyone can control is what we put in our bodies. Most of us don't get the proper amounts of vitamins, minerals we need from food alone. Supplements help round out our diet to ensure our bodies get what they need for better health. Whether it's comprehensive multivitamin, like Basic One Multivitamin, Advanced Omega-3 for heart and brain health, or melatonin to help you sleep better, Cooper Complete Nutrition supplements has what your body needs cooper complete has a special offer just for listeners of the matt mosley show buy any two bottles of cooper complete vitamins or supplements and get one bottle free just use coopercomplete.com the coupon code espn 2020 that's three bottles of cooper complete vitamins and supplements for the price of two when you use the coupon code espn 2020 at coopercomplete.com live longer live better with cooper complete nutritional supplements KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. K265DV Temple. This is ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is uh, Mosley Simcox with you, 403 on a gorgeous uh, Wednesday afternoon. It's a good golf talk earlier. Bear Ridge, it's back. 
It's back. Get out there and try Bear Ridge. And uh, we're looking to maybe do some things with Bear Ridge on the station. It'll be fun to uh, do that. Good to hear from Tommy Tompkins, the owner out there, who uh, just in about 45 minutes' time one day decided to buy a golf course. I don't know. Steven, that's a – He's just uh, like us. (laughs) Yes, yes. That's – Tommy Tompkins, exactly like us. I I could see you just buying one on a whim out there. I tell you, man, I I, I loved – the other day I was coming through – I was coming through uh, Mart on the way back from Longview, Texas, and I saw a sign. I saw Battle Lake Road. Got me all excited thinking about the old days, playing a lot of golf out there. All right, Stephen, um, Campus Confidential, before we get to it, though, would you mind uh, updating us on Major League Baseball playoffs? I will, Matt. Uh, the Astros defeated the Twins today 3-1, to and that ends that series. The Astros have moved on to the next round. They will face the winner of the uh, A's White Sox series. White Sox currently leading that uh, 1-0, but the A's are up 5 nothing in the uh, sixth inning today. But Strohs win again, 3-1. to one. Uh, Another really good, you know, pitching performance from the whole staff. Um, Carlos Correa had another great day, a couple hits, and an RBI. So Houston Astros moving on to the next round of the playoffs. A's up on the White Sox, 5 to nothing in the bottom of the sixth. And the Braves defeated the Cincinnati Reds in game one of their series, 1-0 in 13 innings, Matt. Didn't score a run until the bottom of the 13th, so that was all they needed as Atlanta goes up 1-0 on uh, John Morris's Cincinnati Reds. Are they still – oh, that's right. He's a, from Kentucky. Um, Danville, Kentucky, I believe, at that. Mm-hmm. Are they still during the playoffs doing the dumb thing where they, in the extra innings, put a runner on second? No, or, they're not. Oh, okay, yeah, good. yeah. I That was something I noticed, too, because I thought, okay, well, this is going to be really silly if they put a runner on second here, but apparently that's only a regular season – deal bases were empty in the playoffs during a pandemic we can just trick it up and do dumb stuff just mess around with the rules just hey i tell you what we're gonna play a couple of seven inning games today as well golly what a lame what a lame deal all right steven at 420 about 15 minutes away we'll talk to uh cam huffman who uh long time uh, writer and uh big time pr man at the Greenbrier Resort in West Virginia. Boy, if y'all have never been there, that is a really, really cool place to go. Uh, in fact, I was there when they had like a like a 100-year flood in uh, the, the whole place. They had to, lost electricity, no gas, couldn't get gas anywhere, had to basically escape town. But it is an awesome, awesome place. And I've really been wanting to go back, even though I had kind of a crazy thing happen that first time. But, uh, Stephen, let's hear a little bit of this. Um, Neil Brown joined uh, the beat writers from across the country and, and radio people. Uh, Neil Brown is the coach of West Virginia, former coach at Troy. Had some good times at Troy. In fact, they beat an LSU team where uh, Dave Aranda was the defensive coordinator a few years ago. Dave Aranda referenced that. Of course, the weekly appearance of Dave Aranda will happen with us tomorrow at 520. All right, that'll be a great time. Uh, this is a um, this is Neil Brown, the West Virginia coach, uh, ask about uh, on Treston Ebner being such a dangerous kick return man. Well, I mean, we're going to have to – our kickoff cover team, we think has been a strength of ours here uh, for the last two years. Thought they did a really nice job last week. 
uh, didn't do a very good job week one. And, and I'm sure they're uh, licking their chops a little bit because Eastern Kentucky ran one back for a touchdown and got called back due to a penalty. Um, but it's a great challenge for us. And we've got several starters that run down on the kickoff. And it's a, our mentality is it's the first play of our defensive series. So he, he did a tremendous job, really kind of went against the grain, looked like he uh, kind of cut both of them back to the field. They had a boundary return called and, then he just he he's fast, fast and elusive. All right, fast and elusive. Steven, you like that? That's the first down on defense on that kickoff. You go down to cover those kicks. That's what you look at it as. The first down. That's the first down. I, mean, I like that. Kind of like that mentality there from uh, Coach Neil Brown, the West Virginia coach. All right, also was asked about the Baylor running game. Well, I think they want to run the football. Um, that's, you know, Coach Fedora's always uh, ran the football, played with tempo, um, and they'll throw it too. But, you know, with the talent they have at running back, you know, people try to get their best players the, the ball, and, and those running backs are special. So we do anticipate them coming in and establishing the run. Um, the O-line is better, for sure. I thought they played. Um, that's the thing that stuck out to me, watching the game, just watching uh, Baylor over the summer and then watching them their first – football game here is their lines much improved a brewer a running quarterback too that's a a concern too yeah he makes plays with his feet he does he extends plays they'll run him a little bit uh, where he really hurts you is on pass on call pass plays when he scrambles and breaks the pocket all right there he is Neil Brown so uh they'll uh they'll they'll take a peek at that uh Stephen have you noticed uh Texas and TCU boy they're saying nice things about each other To hear Texas tell it, TCU may be the best team in the conference. I mean, it's really – the compliments are flowing. And today, somebody said Duggan, Max Duggan, was the most Ellinger-like player in the conference. The most Sam Ellinger player in the conference. So, Duggan did come in 16 for 19, uh, lit it up a little bit in that second half. Apparently, uh, Gary's explanation was that he was not – you know, after having that heart procedure, he just wasn't really ready to play a full game. And, in fact, uh, said after the game, you know, he could – Stephen, help me here. It Was it almost kind of like couldn't feel his hands or something? I mean, it was uh, – I, I think that he had some serious fatigue after that game. Yes, and they apparently really wanted to sit him for the entire game, but yes. he was available. And since they were struggling offensively, they decided to make the move. Um, so he, he wasn't ready to go. Uh, it should be a full go this week, but yeah, I mean, the Longhorns are being very complimentary. I guess when you're, when you're two and six against a team in your last eight games, you, you got to play the game, right? You don't want to put any bulletin board material out there. Yeah, I guess, I guess so. They're doing all of that. Now, Steven, you got me interested with this one nugget that you brought to the table today in uh, campus confidential on hearing from some of the former college football playoff. This was that Pat Forty, 40-yard dash, F-O-R-D-E, 40-yard dash that he does, and he hits uh, uh, he hits on several, several topics and all that kind of thing. And, uh, in fact, I think 40 of them. But, uh, Stephen, what was the one that grabbed your attention? I was reading this. It said, past committee decisions have been relatively controversy-free. The first one was wild, though, talking about 2016. That's when Ohio State leapfrogged over both Baylor and TCU in final rankings to grab the fourth playoff spot, then went on to win the title. 
Now, Trangisi, who was on that committee, said we were to, so split down the middle over Baylor and TCU. We thought TCU played the harder schedule, but Baylor beat TCU head-to-head. That was going to be a tough decision. Ohio State made it easy when they came out of the woodwork. I, I mean, I was that the part, Stephen, you felt uh, you felt uh, kind of um, was an interesting comment in that uh, in that whole column. It was. I mean, I feel like that's basically what we all assumed and kind of knew, but it was just interesting to see somebody actually go on the record about it. Yeah, I, I'll never forget looking up there at that scoreboard, and I believe it was Wisconsin that just came out and played like a dog. Melvin Gordon yes, was there they just the laid time. down. Uh huh. And just said, hey, could y'all mind, uh, are y'all good beating us about 59 to nothing? Would that help y'all? I always felt like our buddy, uh, who's our Wisconsin guy, Barry Alvarez, the AD at Wisconsin. I think the whole group just laid down, played dead for Ohio State. And then Baylor and TCU watch Ohio State come leapfrog it in there. You know what they wanted. They wanted Ohio State. They wanted the blue blood the entire time. And at the time, I was on Dallas radio, Stephen, and uh, it was uh, Musburger who's, who was predicting that the whole time. We would had Musburger on once a week, and he just kept saying that. Kept saying that. Hey, they're going to find a way to get Ohio State. They're going to find – I'm trying to uh, – I can't get his voice in my head. But anyway, they're going to – I mean, that's what he was saying, and boy, did he turn out to be right. Now, Stephen, do we have any footage – do we have any uh, audio of this uh, Coach Cal- – this Coach Mack – I did kind of like it. I do, it. yes. Oh, good, good. Now, who are we going to hear from first? The Chris Mack part? We'll hear from Chris Mack, yeah. Okay, Chris Mack is the coach at Louisville. Louisville and Kentucky have a great basketball rivalry. It goes back to Denny Crum at Louisville. And before that, of course, uh, uh, you had Rupp at uh, – and then you had uh, – um, what was it? Gene – what was it, Bartow? No, 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 Joe B. Hall. Joe B. Hall, sorry. I'm thinking of the UAB coach was Gene Bart- Bartow. This this was uh, Joe B. Hall at Kentucky. They had some great rivalries over the years, and it's kind of like been a little bit blah lately. Cal loves to chirp, but Chris Mack, a little bit boring. Well, we got Chris Mack, the Louisville coach, decides to talk a little smack. Uh, and let's uh, let's hear a little bit of that, Stephen. Cards fans, your fearless leader, Coach Mack. I keep getting asked, Coach, are we playing the game? Are you scared? Are you a chicken? You won't play Kentucky? As for the UK series, here's the thing. I want to do what's most convenient for John and his program. You do believe that, right? That I want to do what's best for John? Never mind the fact that we had a December 12th mutually agreed upon date to play the game. And never mind the fact that they backed out of the 12th because they were returning from London on December 6th after playing Michigan. Thought it was too close to the 12th. Never mind the fact that that December 6th game got canceled. No trip to London. Can we play that game on the 12th? Never mind the fact that they scheduled Notre Dame in lieu of playing us on the mutually agreed upon date of December 12th. 
never mind the fact that they called ESPN and tried to change one of our ACC games without our knowledge or permission. Never mind the fact that Coach Stoops and his football program at the University of Kentucky honored that request in football to move Louisville's home game from 2020 to 2021. If you can do it in football, seems like you could do it in basketball. Never mind the fact that the University of Cincinnati asked us to do the exact same thing that we're asking Kentucky to do. And we honor that request. Listen, I don't want to stand in the way of college basketball's best rivalry. Whatever is most convenient for Coach Cal, we'll do it. <laughs> Chris Mack, Louisville coach, I like that. Whatever's most convenient for C- Coach Cal, of course, that's John Calipari from Kentucky. And uh, I love the whole scene there. And John Calipari, um, at 7-14 last night, did uh, tweet back, and he said, see you December 26th, can't wait. All right, all right. Steven, do you like the back and forth? Would you like to see Scott Drew get something going like that with with Bill Self, kind of a back and forth between <laughs> Kansas and Baylor? I would like to see Coach Drew talking some trash. That seems a lot of his character, but come on, Coach. Yeah, let's get something like that. This was fun. I mean, this is cool. Obviously, Coach Mack has uh, got Coach a very Self, sarcastic. Would you, Coach Self, we challenge you to a devotional before <laughs> before our game. Coach Self, we are doing a 10-hour prayer marathon tomorrow. Can you go 11? Can, can, you, can you hang with us? We got Chris Tomlin. We're, we're going to listen to Chris Tomlin during practice today. Who are you listening to? Snoop Dogg and the pole dancers? <laughs> we could help Scott with his trash talk. I, mean, I really think I could be a consultant on things he could say to Bill Self. That would be a good you job know, for you. Hey, David K. Macroads, <laughs> hire Matt as, like, you know, uh, Texas basketball has the Minister of Culture. That could be you for Baylor basketball, but, like, the Minister of Trash Talk. <laughs> Baylor, by the way, they've always showed interest in having me involved somehow, but, Stephen, they have no clue what that involvement would be. It's, like, too it's too complicated. It's too complicated to ever figure out. Like, well, there's they, – they, they like me, but – Trying to create a role for me is 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 dang near impossible, because they they're you know they don't like they they're not they like my style, but I I think they like my style at a distance. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they don't, they I don't, don't want you me, too up close and personal with the they guys. They don't need me doing anything official. Keep keep mostly over there. Keep him keep a keep a safe a safe distance. All right, um, Stephen, how'd you want to finish up? I know you had a couple more things to share. Anything else as we finish up? Because we got a, we got a big-time interview coming up. Um, Rashad Bateman, Minnesota wide receiver, really good player. He's going to opt back into the Big Ten season now that, they're, uh, now that they're playing football. So we're seeing that more and more. Uh, and I guess we'll find out about Pac-12 players here shortly. But a lot of Big Ten players adopted out are now opting back in with them playing football in October. Row the boat. Golden Gophers football. Here we go. All right, uh, it is time to talk some West Virginia football. Let's go behind enemy lines 
and uh, find out from a longtime uh, West Virginia graduate and a, a journalist. Cam Huffman's next. There's a reason customers drive from all over Texas to buy a Ram pickup truck from Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Another beautiful day here in Central Texas. We'll see mostly sunny skies. It'll be warmer than yesterday with highs topping out at 89 degrees. Clear skies tonight. Once again, very comfortable conditions with lows dropping to 55. And tomorrow, mostly sunny skies. Just as nice with a high of 87. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.30 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. B&M Barbecue in Riesel is a proud supporter of all area sports and academics, including Riesel High School Indian Football. Before the game Friday night, stop by B&M Barbecue for all-you-can-eat catfish. If it's barbecue you want, try their burgers or their brisket, sausage or ribs, whether it's one of their plates or a sandwich, you can't beat B&M Barbecue, 100 West Frederick Street in Riesel. Go Indians! The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, October 3rd and Sunday, October 4th at the Harker Heights Event Center off Edwards Drive. The Real Texas Gun Show, buy, sell, and trade firearms. The vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas. The Real Texas Gun Show, more than just guns, you'll also find preppers, survivalist supplies and equipment, hunting gear, fishing gear, camping supplies, and so much more. Head on down to the Real Texas Gun Show, October 3rd, 9 to 5, and October 4th, 10 to 4 at the Harker Heights Event Center. Social distancing and mask required. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. At Marineland Boating Center, we believe in families, fishing, and everyone who enjoys being on the water. That's why Marineland is home to Alumacraft, boats designed and built by generations of fishing enthusiasts for fishing enthusiasts. For over 70 years, Alumacraft has been providing durability and innovation. Whether it's time for water sports or the perfect catch, we've got an Alumacraft model to fit your style and budget. Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or visit MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Experience the homemade food and unique atmosphere that everyone is talking about at Fox's Treats and Eats. This 1950s-style diner serves one-of-a-kind sandwiches on their homemade bread, salads, soups, pies, cakes, and cookies, all made fresh daily. Enjoy Fox's Treats and Eats malts, shakes, floats, and sundaes while enjoying music from the 50s. Fox's Treats and Eats, adjacent to the Cedar Chest Antique Mall, Highway 84 near McGregor. Hi, this is Travis with Texas Trust Home Buyers, and I buy houses cash. If you own a house and want to sell it fast at a fair price, call me at 870-8645. That's 870-8645. I can pay cash and close in as little as three days. I buy houses in any condition, any price range, and anywhere in the Waco and surrounding areas. I'm a private real estate investor who buys several houses a month, and I want to buy more. I buy inherited houses, divorce houses, behind-in-payment houses. I even buy my tenants won't pay me the rent houses. Do you own a house that is trash and needs thousands of dollars in repairs? Great, because I love buying junk houses. I buy vacant houses, abandoned houses, condemned houses, and foreclosure houses. If you own a house and want to sell fast, call me at 870-8645. 
That's 870-8645, 870-8645, or check us out on the web at texastrusthomebuyers.com, texastrusthomebuyers.com. Travis is a licensed real estate broker in the state of Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with ESPN Central Texas Sports Center Update. Brought to you by McAdams & Sons Roofing. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com. After a COVID outbreak within the Titans organization, the NFL has postponed their game Sunday against the Steelers and will be looking for a date to reschedule. NFL insider Ian Rappaport talks about one of the options in place for the NFL. Steelers-Titans game for Sunday is now no longer going to be played on Sunday. What they plan now is to either have the Steelers and Titans play on Monday or potentially Tuesday. So we could actually have Monday Night Football or we could have Tuesday Night Football, which for those of us who like watching football, probably not that bad a thing anyway. And as the league said, the this will be the game will be rescheduled to allow, you're seeing a statement right here, additional time for further COVID-19 testing and to ensure the health and safety of all players. And- Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show presented by Central National Bank. Here's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley, Stephen Simcox. Wednesday afternoon, gorgeous Wednesday afternoon, 424. And uh, we got a big Baylor game coming up. First road test of this season. Bears go into Morgantown. And they will play West Virginia. And uh, I, I would say one of the tougher game day uh, environments out there, except for during a pandemic, it's, uh, it's not really that way. And we're joined now by a man I've known for uh, quite a few years, covers the Mountaineers for Blue and Gold News, also director of PR and content at the luxurious Greenbrier. The Greenbrier, a place I had the pleasure of staying and meeting this man years ago, Cam Huffman. Cam, welcome to the uh, Matt Mosley Show. Matt, thanks for having me. Great to hear your voice. Well, I uh, good to hear yours as well. I, I, what, what is it? I mean, the environment. Baylor had about I don't know eleven thousand fans at their game. What are they allowing? at uh, West Virginia, and uh, what do you what do you think? I mean, I would say in a pandemic year, boy, you catch a big-time break when you go on the road to West Virginia and you barely have anybody in the stands. Yeah, no but no doubt about it. They're, um, they're only limiting it to kind of family and friends of the players, so it's going to be a very small crowd. Uh, they did announce that the Kansas game here in a couple of weeks, they're going to open up to, to 25% capacity, but uh, for, for this weekend, there's only going to be probably a couple hundred people. So, so yeah, Baylor definitely dodges a bullet there with the, the passionate Mountaineer fans. What do you remember about that? Uh, I, I kind of have memories. They come and go of that 70-63 to 63 ball game a few years ago. Of course, that was during the Bryles era for Baylor. Geno Smith was, a, was the great quarterback for West Virginia. I'm sure you were up in the press box for that or in the stands. Uh, yeah, I know you do it either way there because you're a West Virginia alum. What, uh, what do you remember about that day? Was that, one of the, uh, was that probably one of the wildest things you've ever witnessed? It, it absolutely was. I mean, yeah, I remember that day well. I, it was actually my first game back. I had uh, lived in South Carolina for about seven years of working down there, and I moved back to West Virginia that year, and that was my first game back. And 
Uh, welcome back with that game. And, uh, and I, the thing I remember most was kind of everybody sort of looking at each other because that was West Virginia's first Big 12 game. And everybody was kind of looking around at each other and saying, is, is this what the Big 12 is going to be like all the time? Because it was, it was one crazy game for sure. You remember they uh, they had the fans, they had threatened the fans. They were like, you guys better be nice to all these Big 12 people. We're new to the conference. My parents um, attended that game, and they said they the West Virginia people could not have been nicer. I think it was a good that Baylor got that introduction on an 11 a.m. game. People weren't quite as lubed up, perhaps, as they would have been for a night game, but they, they said the West Virginia fans could not have been nicer. Yeah, it's, it's really funny. I think West Virginia fans over the years have gotten a reputation for being kind of almost like uh, Philly fans or some of the way they treat opposing teams, but it, but it really has changed in the Big 12, I guess, because there's just not those those long-standing rivalries. They haven't grown to, to hate most teams, so they so they really have uh, embraced all their, their, their new friends in the Big 12, and, and that's kind of lasted from that game. But, yeah, I remember, like you said, that was a, that was a huge push for that game to try to make sure we, we welcomed everybody the right way. <laughs> Cam Huffman joining us. Blue and gold news covers West Virginia has for uh, for many years. Uh, what what is uh, before we get into some of these players? Because you got a quarterback, uh, uh, a Texas product that we want to talk about uh, at West Virginia. But Neil Brown, what have you in year two uh, from a culture standpoint? Holgerson is Holgerson. We all know what he was like. In fact, you got to visit with him just a, uh, a couple of weeks ago when we thought Baylor and Houston were going to play. What, uh, what, what are the kind of the most major uh, changes you've seen in terms of just the culture of that, uh, of that football program? Uh, yeah, I think one of the biggest things that Neil Brown has been able to do is kind of reunite the the, uh, the fan base a little bit because, as you said, Dana's Dana, and he was he was kind of either people either loved him or hated him, and there was really no in between. And the uh, the WVU fan base, I feel like, was sort of divided on that, and it kind of drove a wedge between people. And um, I think Neil Brown has has done a great job of reuniting him, reuniting that that fan base. And you know, I, I think it, for for a long time, West Virginia fans. Neil Brown kind of harkens back to the days of Don Nealon, who, who coached West Virginia for, for 21 years in the 80s and 90s. And I think um, longtime West Virginia fans kind of like to see the program going back to that way, where he's just a, a classy individual and does everything first class. And, and, and that's not a shot at Dana at all, but I'm just saying that, that the way he the way he does things, um, everybody can get behind, and he's really embraced the history of, of West Virginia football and, and learned it quickly. And he's speaking of Don Nealon, he's embraced him. He's brought him into the facility a lot had him kind of, kind of address the player. So everybody is behind him. And, you know, it wasn't record-wise, it wasn't the best thing last year, but uh, they, they got stronger as the year went on. And I think everybody can kind of see uh, see what's building there. And, and Neil Brown uses the, the motto, trust the climb, every, all the time. And I think fans are, are kind of behind that that climb, and, and they do trust it. You know, how long that lasts, I don't know. But but, but so far, they're, they're still behind it. Trust the climb. I like that. That may be my new slogan, Cam. Um, may may have to embrace that a little bit. Now, back then, you had Stedman, you had Tavon. Got to see Tavon uh, with the Cowboys a little bit. Saw him with the Rams over the years, putting up enormous numbers. Now, Jarrett Dagey comes in there, transfer quarterback. Um, what do you see from him? And, and talk to me about some of these skill players uh, for West Virginia. If, if somebody – uh, is is going to go all the way? Do you have some? Do they have some home run hitters on this team? That's the thing that Neil Brown has really been talking about that he's searching to find. Um, 
the, the offense last week against Oklahoma State showed some, some progress. They did some good things, but they haven't really found that big play potential yet. Um, so, that, so that's what they're, they're kind of searching for. Um, the one guy who has really stood out, stood out is the running back, Letty Brown, who was going over 100 yards uh, two weeks in a row. Uh, the last last the whole time under under the Neil Brown era, running the football has kind of been an issue. But they, they've uh, their opener against Eastern Kentucky, which uh, Eastern Kentucky was was Eastern Kentucky. I'm not sure they, they even had a defense on the field for some of the game. But they put up big yardage then, but then backed it up against a good Oklahoma State defense. Uh, and Letty went over 100 yards in that game as well. So they feel like they've made some progress running the ball a little bit. Um, but uh, you know, Oklahoma State had some some pretty good corners out there, so they couldn't they didn't really hit them the deep ball much. So that that's what they're they're looking to try to improve on this week. And uh, Deggy's been good. I think uh, fans are, are really behind him. Obviously, Austin Kendall came in as the Oklahoma transfer last year, and everybody thought he was going to be the uh, the future quarterback. And it didn't work out that way as, as Kendall really struggled. And Deggy got his chance at the end of the year because they didn't want to use up his redshirt. He performed well and, and winning a few games down the stretch. And, He's been good this year too. Uh, he was really pressured, really heavily against Oklahoma State, so he he stood in there and was tough and made some throws under pressure. But I think uh, it, it, the coaching staff would like to give him more of a clean pocket and see what he could do if, if he has some time to throw. Talking to Cam Huffman, covers West Virginia football, blue and gold news, and does a great job recruiting all that kind of stuff. Uh, the kick coverage. You better watch out on that one, Cam. The uh, Baylor has a guy named Tristan Ebner. Two kickoff returns for touchdowns never happened in the history, in the great history of Baylor football. I don't know. I may be, I may be stretching the great part. <laughs> but in the history of Baylor football, it's never happened. Tristan Ebner getting outside, erasing angles. How big of a focus do you think he'll be for that? Uh, I, I, I mean, I would almost kick it out of bounds before I'd kick it to that guy. Yeah, there's no doubt. Uh, Neil Brown yesterday in his press conference brought him up early in, in Austin. Um, that's definitely a focus for him. The kick coverage for West Virginia has been really good under Brown. That, that was a problem at times under, under Dana Hogerson. It's been really good since Neil Brown got there. But uh, they did give up one for a touchdown against Eastern Kentucky that was actually called back on a on a hold that, that, that wasn't even needed. But so I think that has Coach Brown a little bit uh, a little bit worried. So I'm sure that's going to be a focus in practice this week, whether they kick it out of bounds or what they do. I know they're going to try to kick it away. Hey, Cam, uh, your other gig is, uh, or maybe your main gig, is over at the Greenbrier. And, boy, I uh, experienced it was a uh, it was an eventful few days for the <laughs> Mosleys when they were at the Greenbrier because of a 100-year flood. We'll get to that in a second. But I, the, uh, the 49ers come in there for kind of a, instead of going all the way back to San Francisco, they, they hung in there. And after playing the Jets, they stay there. Um, I, I know I heard an interview you did. You, uh, other teams have done this before. But uh, how interesting was that, to have the 49ers on campus during a pandemic? I'm sure there's all sorts of additional things. It's already tough to accommodate an NFL team. But in a pandemic, I bet you had to go above and beyond. It was. It was. It was quite an experience, and not only from our perspective, but from the 49ers' perspective, they they committed to doing this pretty early on. But the paperwork they had to fill out with the NFL to to get it approved was was enormous. It was a pretty crazy process. A lot of rules in place, obviously, to try to keep everyone safe with the pandemic. But I think they had a fantastic week, and it was it was kind of interesting to see. As you said, we've had some other teams do that. We had you know, training camp with the New Orleans Saints and the Houston Texans, and we had. The Arizona Cardinals stopped by for a week a couple few years ago 
in the season when they had back-to-back East Coast games. And every team is treated a little bit differently. Some people, some coaches let their players go out and really experience the Greenbrier and all there is to offer. And some coaches want them to stay in their rooms the whole time. But the uh, the 49ers really embraced it. I think it was almost sort of a, a celebration for all their, you know, their ownership group was there and, and everybody was there. And I think it was kind of a celebration for everything they achieved last year. And they really enjoyed themselves and had a great time and went out and played a great, great game on Sunday. So, uh, we're hoping they'll they'll be back sometime. I know they'd like to be, and, and it's really becoming a, a great destination for NFL teams when they do have East Coast games. I think they were excited that y'all rented that, uh, or they uh, were able to have that bowling alley all to themselves, the old bowling alley there, and and uh, I think that was a lot of fun for the uh, for the Niners and for people that don't know, Cam, y'all have how many like practice field uh, fields available? I mean, in in some way, y'all can almost create a bubble there. It's not quite like what Orlando does, but you do have some gorgeous facilities for these NFL teams to use. We do. We have uh, we have two grass fields and a turf field, and we have a, a sports performance center that has you know, weight rooms and locker rooms and training rooms and, and offices for the coaches and everything you need. So yeah, it's a great it's a great spot for teams to come. And, and you know, during the whole COVID day, kind of the beginning of it, when when nobody knew quite what was going to happen, we heard from almost every NFL team out there. They were trying to figure out what their plays were going to be and what their options were going to be. So uh, word has gotten out about it. So uh, hopefully we see more and more NFL teams come and utilize it. It's a, it's a great experience for them. Not only do they have these these amazing facilities that you talked about, but they can, it's a great team bonding thing. They can come, like you said, and, and golf together or bowl together, go to the casino together, whatever it may be. And there's nothing else to do in, in White Sulphur Springs, West Virginia. If you're, if you're at the Greenbrier, you're, you're together. So I think teams have, have been able to use that as, as a great bonding experience for, for the, for the players. Well, I tell you, I, I enjoyed my stay. And of course that flood happened and Cam is not a, uh, every time I hear the Green Buyer, I, I think of you guys, and I think of uh, you. You help me. You help me escape. Uh, a, uh, you you never want to escape the Green Buyer, except if there's no air conditioning in the summer and you got tanks rolling into town. The National Guard was coming in as we were leaving, and then there was no gas within 50 to 100 miles, and you found a way to gas me up. And get us out of town. Uh, just know I, I'll never forget that, and I uh, I appreciate it. I cannot wait to get back at a time when maybe you don't have a hundred year flood. <laughs> yeah, we would, we would certainly love to have you back. That that was not a great a normal Greenbrier experience. I can promise you. I, I definitely wanted to get out of town with you at that point. It was, uh, I'll never <laughs> quite an experience. I'll, I'll never forget it though. You know, it's an unforgettable experience. But uh, Cam, uh, best of luck. To the Mountaineers on uh, on Saturday, and uh, we will be in touch. Thanks for the great information and insight. Absolutely. should be a great game. Look forward to it. There he goes, Cam Huffman, uh, who covers West Virginia for Blue and Gold News, also director of PR and content at the Greenbrier, one of the great resorts in America, if not the best resort in America. And, uh, Stephen, it used to be you could still tour it. We toured it while we were there. The bunker, uh, back when all the Cold War stuff was happening, or maybe even, I'm trying to think when this thing was built, 50s or 60s or whatever, they built a, uh, they built a bunker. Uh, the U.S. had a command where the Senate and the Congress and everybody could stay and meet if the country was under attack, if there were the nuclear war or something. And, uh, and, and so everybody, the president, the, the, our entire 
uh, Washington, D.C., would relocate to uh, this place, and they kept it hidden. And nobody knew about it until somebody finally wrote an article in, let's say, the early 90s, late 80s, and they found out that they had built this enormous bunker, and it's right there at the Greenbrier Resort in, uh, in White Sulphur Springs, West Virginia. That's interesting. Yeah, I had no idea about that. And, uh, man, that's really unfortunate that you were there during a 100-year flood. But I'm glad that Cam was able to help you out and get you out of there. I miss my my dad. Was, the doorman was very, very famous there for many, many years. And he was getting up in years the last time my parents were there. We went separately, and his name was Frank Mosley. Frank Mosley. He'd been the doorman there at the Greenbrier for about 50, 55 years. So I have to ask about uh, Frank Mosley. Stephen spelled his name. Let me look at this. Yep, exactly like we do. M-O-S-L-E-Y. Stephen, take Kristen there sometime for an anniversary, okay? I don't think you may want to leave the kids, leave the kids with your parents and take her to the Greenbrier. And then Cam will kind of hook you up, maybe give you a little what we like to call the media rate. All right? Yeah, I was looking at some pictures while you guys were uh, were talking. It looks amazing. So I, I will have to check that out someday. <laughs> I, like, I like the thought of you just kind of perusing all the pictures of the <laughs> green broad. <laughs> I'm trying to talk about the West Virginia game. Steven's like, oh, this looks like a pretty cool place. I was looking at reservations, <laughs> seeing if they had any pandemic rates right now. I asked him for a media rate. He he told me what it was. I said, now, if I got a wild hair and decided to come cover this game, what's the media rate? And uh, he wrote back, and I wanted to say, now, do you have any other rates? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I said the media rate, not the normal one. <laughs> it's a nice place. Now, the media rate's actually very, very, uh, very nice. It's not too bad. Okay, it is the uh, Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. The, sh- the show has flown by. Stephen, we're, we're tracking. We're tracking almost to the 5 o'clock hour when we'll do some NFL news and nuggets. But uh, we need to get caught up here, Stephen. We've got a lot, to, uh, a lot to consider here, including, oh, man, we're coming up. We are going to talk about the NBA Finals. I cannot believe they are finally here. But next, we'll revisit a little bit of our visit with the Temple uh, head football coach, Scott Stewart. Man, love hearing from Coach Stewart. That's next. This high school football coaches show with Lorena coach Ray Biles, brought to you by Lorena Athletic Association and Triple S Sports. Marina Leopards open district play with a 41-7 win over Academy. Coach, your team trailing at halftime by a TD, and your defense played a big role in getting the game tied but also taking a lead in the third quarter. So our defense, you get a pick to start the third quarter off. We scored, tied the ball game up, and then we got a fumble uh, on the next drive by Academy and took the ball in and got ahead, and then we got a three and out and went down and scored again and and put uh, put them behind by a couple of possessions. So it kind of changed the game, but the defensive tempo in the second half, absolutely. They held the academy to one score in the second half, which is pretty good feat because they've got a pretty good offense. Cameron Elston turned into a ball hawk in that game. Matter of fact, it was his 20-yard interception return that kind of set all that up. 
Yeah, Cameron's uh, one of those sophomores that's out there, uh, you know, running around sometimes uh, in the right place, sometimes not in the right place. That happens with sophomores a lot, but he was definitely in the right place. He plays hard. You know, he's a good young player, and we're looking forward to having him for a while. One of those things you practice almost every practice is tip drill, and that came into play as uh, Carter McCray Lewis came up with a tip pass that ended up being a touchdown. The ball was thrown a little bit late, and uh, their safety made a good break on it, went off his hands up in there, and Carter stayed on track and, and ran it down. Next up on the schedule is the Troy Trojans. They're 2-2. Two and two. They had an open week this last week, and both of you have played Franklin. You beat Franklin. They lost to Franklin. Does that tell us anything? Oh, I don't compare scores too often. I, I just look at our opponent and try to figure out what we got to do to have a chance to win a ball game. And, uh, you know, Troy, during the course of the season, has been in the top 10 in 3A Division One. There's a reason for that. They're very talented. Uh, Coach Porter does a great job. Those kids uh, have come up winning. They're used to winning, and I believe winning breeds more winning. So it should be a heck of a ball game. ESPN Central Texas. The Lorena Athletic Association meets the first Monday of each month, and they invite all supporters of the Leopards and the Lady Leopards to become members and attend the meetings. Last year, the Lorena Athletic Association awarded 12 scholarships to deserving Lorena ISD students. They also try to provide needed items each year from the high school and junior high coaches' wish lists. The Lorena Athletic Association is seeking volunteers to work concession stands at home sporting events. Call Lorena High School for more information or check them out on Facebook. Triple S Sports is your one-stop shop for all baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from the names you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Play ball! Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest supplemented apparel and custom caps. Ask about team, league, and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplessports.com. You're out! Skilled trade workers are the backbone of every community and also the Army National Guard. Soldiers trained to keep the power flowing, engines running, and in every other trade needed to accomplish the mission. These soldiers are on the fast track to learning skills that can set them up for success at home with companies looking to hire the best. Their resumes are being built through their paid training and part-time service. Find out how you too can learn a trade profession by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. For a limited time, when you open a Casasa checking account at Genco Credit Union, you can receive a cash bonus, a $25 cash bonus. Now is your chance to be a part of the friendliest credit union in town and enjoy all the benefits of a free account that pays you money back each month and a bonus when you open it. Apply online today and get your bonus and start letting your money make you money. Qualifications and requirements will apply. For details, go to GencoFCU.org and CUA Equal Housing Lender. Genco. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz, a combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders for customers on the go. Only in Waco, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, 1412 North Valley Mills Drive and 105 South 5th Street. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. After a COVID outbreak within the Titans organization, the NFL has postponed their game Sunday against the Steelers and will be looking for a date to reschedule. NFL insider Ian Rappaport talks about one of the options in place for the NFL. Steelers-Titans game for Sunday is now no longer going to be played on Sunday. What the plan now is to either have the Steelers and Titans play on Monday or potentially Tuesday. So we could actually have Monday Night Football or we could have Tuesday Night Football, which for those of us who like watching football, probably not that bad a thing anyway. And as the league said, the this will be the game will be rescheduled to allow, you're seeing a statement right here, additional time for further COVID-19 testing and to ensure the health and safety of all players. And Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is uh, Matt Mosley's show, Stephen Simcox, ESPN Central Texas, 448. Stephen's funny when I hear that, you know, that's the song Vanilla Ice ripped off. And so when you hear that, if people of a certain age, we're all like, wait, when does Vanilla Ice start? But he ripped that off from, um, who was that, Sting? I would say this is Sting uh, you're playing right now. David Bowie. David Bowie, Queen, yeah, yeah. Sorry for people. Oh, and Queen? Well, actually, no, it's just Queen. Oh, that is Queen. Oh, man, I can't believe I said Sting. Okay, yeah. Okay, that was uh, – did you ever see the Queen movie? Pretty I never did. I've, I've heard it was good. Yeah. I heard it's worth it just to see Rami Malek play Freddie Mercury. But Yeah, yeah, it has some, like, crazy teeth. Kind of got some implants or whatever, and uh, if you can get past the teeth, really uh, kind of throw you off. I don't know if I uh, remember Freddie Mercury having quite that exaggerated of uh, of uh, of te- you know his teeth, but uh, it, interesting. You need to watch that as well as that movie I was telling you about, uh, based on sixty minutes. Uh, Russell Crowe and uh, that, that um, um, Al Pacino were in. Really, oh Christopher Plummer. I'm trying to think who played. I think Christopher Plummer played Mike Wallace, and then uh, Al Pacino played the famous producer Don Hewitt at 60 Minutes. Uh, Don Hewitt may have been the creator of 60 Minutes. And uh, and then somebody earlier today in the show, Stephen, am I correct in saying somebody was uh, comparing me to Andy Rooney <laughs> from 60 Minutes? I don't know. I don't know how to, how to take that. Andy Rooney, baby. Nothing says energy yes. like Andy Rooney. Andy Rooney, talk like this. Okay, uh, good stuff on West Virginia from Cam Huffman. Stephen, let's just sample real quick. We got a bunch of NFL to get back into, but uh, boy, what a uh, what a week it's been for Temple in the aftermath of a, of a huge win over Longview. Go up to AT and T Stadium. Uh, Coach Stewart kept everybody focused. Did not let them look around. Let them just have a moment. He'd shown them some video of the field and the and the and the uh, scoreboard and all, but they went out there uh, and took care of business and they sent the Lobos packing. And we had a chance to catch up with uh, with Coach Stewart. Let's uh, let's hear a little bit from Coach Stewart 
on that uh, on that monumental win to start the season. Scott, before we talk about a great win for your team, which way uh, growing up, now I know you have some uh, roots there in Troy, around Central Texas. Were you a Rangers fan or Astros fan? It was Rangers, no question, no doubt. Get it out of the way. Not even close. I know lately they got a cheat to win, but it's Texas Rangers all the way. <laughs> I love that. You know, funny, I love that. Funny story Did is you? my dad got inducted into the High School Hall of Fame uh, in 2008 uh, as a baseball coach and a player and all that good stuff. And in the induction class was Nolan Ryan. So I, I got to – I got to do the induction speech, and Nolan Ryan was sitting 18 inches away from me. And I, 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 I was there for Dad, but I had to acknowledge the fact that I'm sitting there talking, sitting next to a legend, speaking <laughs> of Texas Rangers. So, yeah. oh my goodness! Did you, by the way, did you uh, when you got to uh, Arlington the other night? Did you take a peek at the uh, at the new ballpark? I know fans can't go in there, but did you uh, did you kind of say, "Hey, look, guys, there's the new." Uh, there's the new baseball park over there. No, sir. I, I, we, we pulled up, and when I when I looked up, because I was looking at game plan sheets and stuff like that, when I looked up, we were driving in the entrance. So, you know, <laughs> I, we, we, we've talked about those kids since February. You know, this game's been a year better in the making of knowing we're going to play there. So we've been talking about distractions and trying to ignore distractions. And so, you know, yeah. I showed them pictures of the, big, of the Jumbotron or whatever you call that 80-yard television they have hanging up there. And, you know, we – we tried to sort that as much as possible. So no, I didn't. I, we we were we tried to have a single minded focus, and and you know we went up there for one thing, and it wasn't a, a baseball park. Well, it uh, and Scott Stewart joining us, Temple uh, High School football coach. I mean, what a uh, what an incredible way to begin your season. I mean, that was going to be a tough test. We know the pedigree. We know the championships Longview uh, has, and uh, I mean that that. Did you feel, I mean, I, I, I know, boy, I, I don't know how you, you know, I mean, you know you were going to hopefully win that ball game, but, I mean, did you did you kind of feel going in, hey, we got a, we got a great shot, were you feeling really good about your team and everything? Because I'm, I'm telling you, that thing reverberated all through East Texas. I happened to be, Scott, in Longview, and uh, that was all over the news, and people were in shock out in East Texas. Well, I, you know, my deal is we, we just – I wanted to find out who, who we are. I've never asked mm-hmm. these kids to uh, – I've never asked these kids to win a game. Uh, I, we don't even focus on winning the game. You know, I, uh, you know, obviously that's the end goal for everybody that's in this profession. But, but if, you, if you ask kids to win a game, then, then you put a value. And so if you go up there and don't play well, you just devalue them as young men. And I just, I just can't subscribe to that. So, you know, all I wanted to know – I knew that if we would just be who we – again – got four kids that have taken any meaningful snaps whatsoever uh, out of 22. So I was, I was more interested in who we are, how are we going to handle distractions? How are we going to handle it when we get hit in the mouth? How are we going to handle the speed and the size? You know, I was more worried about that than I worried what those numbers were up on that board. And I knew that if we just go be who we are, at least it ought to give us a chance. And if they're that good, then, then make them prove it. I mean, that was the message all week long. If they're, we're playing an unbelievable pre-district schedule, and if these yeah. guys are that good, make them go prove it. What I want to know is who we got. I want to worry about us. I don't want to worry about them. Yeah, well, the great win, uh, and um, and and I and I gotta you know talk about a couple of your players, um, Umberto Arismendi. Now I, uh, I, I, and this was a, a player who. Tell me a little bit about his background and and how you decided to uh, uh, to go with him and what he's uh, what he's brought to the program. 
Well, I mean, he's a program kid. He's been here since, you know, middle school and, and uh, kind of came up through the ranks. He was a JV, uh, you know, our JV 18 quarterback as a junior. Uh, you know, we had Vance. We, we, we've had a string of, of one-year starter seniors, you know, the last five or six, seven, maybe even seven years. And, uh, you know, uh, not, we, we try to build them as a program. We do a lot of quarterback camp stuff because that's the one position on the field to better know what's going on. So, you know, uh, he's a kid that came up through the program. Uh, never started – this will tell you his character and, and, and just his heart and, and, and what his teammates think about him. Never take a, taken a varsity snap, and his teammates voted him as one of the team captains. So, you know, he's, wow. a, he's a leader. He's a leader, you know, in the weight room. Uh, he's a vocal kid. He, he, he does the right things. You know, I always talk to kids all the time about if you're going to speak, you, be, you better have yourself under a microscope because the first time you talk to somebody and, and then and – then, counter you, what you what you do and what you say don't match up you, they know you're bullcorn quick fast in a hurry so i mean he's he's the consummate leader uh he's got a great heart he loves his teammates and you know i think uh that's obviously not why he got this start position i mean he's he can spin the ball uh, he, he sees it he understands the game he's got a he's got a good mind for the game uh you know we've got the kid he's competing with is one heck of an athlete uh and he's a sophomore and so i think the the final the final decision was you know, Umberto can play one position on the field. Mikel can play anything on the field. So what makes us better if it's a close race is putting the quarterback out there and letting Mikel run around at receiver or, or running back or DB or so, or something else. But, you know, the telltale was going to be how did he, how could he handle the distractions and how he, can he handle the pressure. And I thought he did really, really well. What was the um, – you know, it, these crowds are a little different because of social distancing and everything. But uh sounded like a pretty good group that uh, ended up in there was the um, – were you pretty proud, I would say? You talked about trying to keep them focused just on the game. They looked up, saw the scoreboard and everything, but from a it – is, I mean, it seemed like they, you didn't have any trouble getting them focused. And uh, did, did you kind of feel that right away from your team? Well, it, yes, I did. And, and, again, a lot of that was just us hammering. I mean, you know, I showed them pictures of, of AT&T Stadium, and that doesn't do it justice, by the way. You know that, and I know that. But, uh, you know – you got to hope at some point the kids trust you and the kids believe in and in, in, in what you're saying. And you know, our saying around here is drinking the Kool-Aid. You know, you, they hope you, you hope they're drinking the Kool-Aid. And I just thought they did a good job of managing that. I mean, there's I couldn't imagine. I I've, I got to play college football and I've never played in anything like that. So uh, you know, I thought they did a real good job of handling the distractions. And you know, now the distraction is hoping they don't think they they got this thing figured out because this game will humble you in ways that, that you can't even imagine. All right, and a big play. Talking to Scott Stewart, Temple head football coach, coming off a huge win over Longview to start the season. Uh, Oterian Peoples makes the, the uh, scoop and score. And, uh, I mean, that, that had to just kind of galvanize everything. I, I was following that thing from afar, and it was like 13-10. And, and I was like, oh, man, here goes Temple. They're right in the middle of this thing. And then that happened. I mean, how much of that – how how did that uh, sort of galvanize both the team and the and just the sideline with with that play? Well, yeah, it's just and it just kind of uh, reverberates and, and reemphasizes the fact that you know you can you can make something happen on any play. I mean, that was a quarterback sneak, you know, and had a little sophomore defensive end stick his hand in there and knock it out. And OT was you know attacking the football like he should. And you know we talk all the time about that football is the most important thing on that field. I mean, you want to get paid, you know. Guys on Sunday get paid to be around that football. The high school kids don't get paid money, but they get, you know, they get they get uh, 
paid in other ways, and that's attention, getting your name set on the radio, possible recruiting possibilities. So, you know, get your butt to that football and make something happen when you get there. You know, OT, uh, Randy Key's right. He was there. He scooped it, and he made a play. And, you know, that's that's the part that, that I'm probably as proud of as anything is that moment wasn't too big for the Temple Wildcats. And I don't, I, I, you know, Longview's been there and done that. So, I mean, I'm not saying it was too big for them. But our kids were just – they were ready. They didn't hesitate, and, and OT was in a good spot, right time. I teased him uh, that the offensive lineman almost caught him. So, you know, we had a good time <laughs> with that. But, uh, you know, you got to give him a hard time. But, no, I was really proud of him. You know, this again, his first game starting as a as a DB. And just you got you got to take that give a crap out of your pocket and break it and just go try to make something happen no matter what the field looks like around it. Boy, I like that. I like the way he phrased it. The man has a way with words. That is uh, Coach Scott Stewart uh, Temple and uh, Stephen. The uh, that that coaches show with uh, Coach Stewart. Um, let everybody know how they can hear that. That's that place. Boy, you and uh, you and Q love some of those wings over there at this location. Let everybody know how they can uh, where they can go to uh, to witness that show that uh, Ward White's and Q will be part of. Yes, Wings Pizza and Things. So if you want to see that in person, you can just go down to Wings Pizza and Things in Temple. Have great wings, great pizza. Uh, Q mentioned the the smothered tater tots are also really good over there. Um, So you can see the show in person there, or you can listen on Fox Sports Central Texas, 1330 a.m. at 7.30. Ward Weiss will sit down with Coach Stewart and talk about uh, the Longview win and their upcoming game against Magnolia West on Friday. All right. Yep. He's not going to let them sit there and celebrate this win. They have got to get back and get ready. And that uh, Magnolia West, that's an interesting, uh, that is an interesting team, interesting program. And that team has a lot of talent and uh, a little smaller classification, but whoa, they will jump out and get after you. All right. Um, let's, uh, let's talk a little NFL. NFL news and nuggets, and we'll get you the latest on some of these uh, Dallas Cowboys injuries and then also a, uh, a big announcement today on a postponement. The NFL's first postponed game has occurred. When will it move to? We give you the, we give you the scoop on that next. Recently on Unnecessary Roughness. If you spend $20, mm-hmm. you can use a coupon. Mm-hmm. Well, none of us have spent $20 by ourselves. If we all come together like wet cheeks, we'll have over the $20 threshold. We can use a coupon to get a discount. That makes sense to me. Of course it did. And I mean, I contributed $10 to it. No, you didn't. And Steven gave $10. Well, no, Steven didn't do anything. Steven just... Yeah, I didn't do anything. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not talk about me, though. Unnecessary Roughness, Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on ESPN Central Texas. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. What you do in privacy is your own business. What you do in public with your truck, well, that's our business at Pickup Outfitters. In your garage, it's okay for your truck to parade around in the nude with no accessories. Hey, this is still America. But when you bring your truck out in public, it's just common decency to put an outfit on your truck. 
and that's where we come in at Pickup Outfitters. Put a cover on that bed. Cover your rear end with a bumper and a hitch, for goodness sakes. There are women and children on the roads. And guys, don't leave your tools exposed. Put them in a toolbox. Be proud of your truck and stand tall with a lift kit. Or improve your truck's posture with a leveling kit. Add some class to your pickup with new wheels and tires. Or dress up for a date with your new RV or boat with a fifth wheel or a receiver hitch. At Pickup Outfitters, we're dedicating to making the roads decent for all Central Texans. So when taking your truck out in public, remember your manners and accessorize it properly with an outfit from Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. It's that time of year. It's football season. Bird Colgen Ford's a proud supporter of the best high school football teams in Texas right here in Central Texas. And Bird Colgen Ford is proud to sell the number one truck in Texas, the F-Series truck, led by our leading rusher, the F-150, 43 years in a row. Nominate your Ford Tough Player of the Week at FordPlayerTheWeek.com. Bird Colgen Ford, the right choice since 1936. Hey, it's Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley Show, Stephen Simcox. Dr. Tyler Cooper, Dallas' own Cooper Clinic, says your health is your responsibility. Control what you can control to live a better life. One thing everyone can control is what we put in our bodies. Most of us don't get the proper amounts of vitamins, minerals we need from food alone. Supplements help round out our diet to ensure our bodies get what they need for better health. Whether it's comprehensive multivitamin, like Basic One Multivitamin, Advanced Omega-3 for heart and brain health, or melatonin to help you sleep better, Cooper Complete Nutrition supplements has what your body needs cooper complete has a special offer just for listeners to the matt mosley show buy any two bottles of cooper complete vitamins or supplements and get one bottle free just use coopercomplete.com the coupon code espn 2020 that's three bottles of cooper complete vitamins and supplements for the price of two when you use the coupon code espn 2020 at coopercomplete.com live longer live better with cooper complete nutritional supplements business or a school or a team that needs to put their logo on something then let the pros at mallory screen printing and embroidery do the job for you they can customize your logo on t-shirts caps dress shirts golf shirts winter apparel and more stickers for any occasion banners and signs large or small see more at malloryprint.com or call 1-800-433-2220 for your next custom screen printing or embroidery check out their full catalog at malloryprint.com KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. K265DV Temple. This is ESPN Central Texas. The hour of the Matt Mosley Show is brought to you by Coriel Health Medical Clinic. Coriel Health, where you always feel at home. Ah, oh, it is NFL music. It must be time to talk. About the NFL, we go with some headlines around the league. I did want to tell you real quick, baseball note, Stephen. Just saw this, Major League Baseball. There will be 11,500 tickets available for each game of the uh, NLCS and the World Series at Globe Life Field in Arlington. (laughs) The uh, North Texas is hosting the uh, World Series. Of course, the Rangers aren't anywhere close to it. Tickets in bowl will be sold in pods of four. Each pot is a minimum of six feet from each other. Masks are mandatory for fans. So, Stephen, they couldn't – poor Rangers open their new ballpark, can't have any fans in there, and they're going to have the World Series and the NLCS there. And they're like, come on in, fans. Love to have you. 11,500 tickets available. I mean, that's 
that's about a third. You know, it's getting close to about a third of the stadium. That's probably 25% at least. 11,500, even a little bit more than that. Matt, text your friends at the Rangers. Me and you are doing a remote broadcast from the World Series. Matt Mosley show from the World Series. Let's do it. I think we have to do it. I think we have to do that. Steven, um, you could bring the uh, tie line up. I don't think you'd have any trouble setting that up. We'll do it right out there at Texas Live. They'll go cover it. That'll be uh, that will be a lot of fun. Boy, shout out to everybody listening to us right now. John Denton, Stephen, you know John Denton. He's the uh, radio analyst, also big time fundraiser. Frog Club, yeah. Frog Club, and uh, he up, is uh, he's rolling through town as we speak. Headed to Austin, probably down there. Gonna get ready. For that battle against the Longhorns, TCU, they've been saying nice things about each other all week. Very complimentary of each other. And he'll go down there to Austin. There'll be all kinds of TCU. A lot of TCU, a lot of that money likes to move down to Austin. And John Denton knows how to get that money raised. Does a great job and a great friend. Always funny to hear up. Here, uh, always really uh, fun and entertaining to hear from Brian Estridge, my old radio cohort, John Denton. Stephen, what does uh, what does Brian Estridge say when the ha- when the uh, frogs score? Hit the horn, frog score. <laughs> you like that, John? <laughs> oh man, I like I like how Brian just has his own different language or something. Like when he talks, he just kind of hey, we're talking about that. We're just sophomore, sophomore Daryl Daryl Washington, sophomore. I mean, he's like he's got kind of a different. I mean, he's not talking like the rest of us. It's very staccato. It's like he's, yeah. It's just kind of all over. I mean, it's just like, I mean, it's like really interesting, but it makes me listen. I kind of get in there closer to the radio because his voice, he's kind of all these different octaves. And then John Denton comes on with that strong voice and uh, helps out with the frogs. He probably would, would like me to stop talking. All right. It is. Uh, <laughs> It is the it John is John probably the thought NFL. Brian Estridge was sitting next to him in the car. I bet Brian. I love Brian. Brian. Brian is probably remains mad at me, but I do love Brian Estridge. I love that family. Got a really cool family. The young the youngster is a big time baseball player now and uh, uh, gains. So love that uh, Estridge family and always will. All right, um, let's continue on though. NFL news, uh, Stephen. Give us the latest on what we talked about yesterday, Titans. Remember the Titans? They were having they shut down their facility. Minnesota shut down its facility. Stephen, we have a postponement, the first postponement in the NFL, and it involves Steelers. It involves Titans. Now we got to find out when that game is going to be held. Is it going to be a Monday night game? Is it going to be a Tuesday night game? Stephen, can you bring me the latest on that situation? Yeah, Matt, they still haven't said uh, exactly when they're going to play. It really depends on when the Titans can get back into the facility. Uh, Right now, it's looking like most likely they'll get back on Saturday. They could get back before that, depending on how the latest round of testing that took place today went. Um, They did have one more positive test yesterday, so that's nine positive tests. And that's not just players. That's the whole, you know, Tier 1 employees, which includes staff and players. But they're going to look to play that. Uh, Monday or Tuesday, the Titans are just meeting virtually right now over Zoom, trying to get prepared for the game. And as soon as they get back in the facility, they'll get a few days of practice in, and then they'll play Pittsburgh. So Tennessee probably going to be at a pretty big disadvantage. Um, but this is just life in the NFL as it is 
kind of all-around sports. They're going to find a way to try to get this game in, but it will be either Monday or Tuesday night. And I assume ESPN will pick up that game. I guess it kind of depends on, you know, the right fees and all that. But uh, Titans Steelers will play, but not on Sunday afternoon. Okay. Okay. So this was a, I think this week, Stephen, is the week no, there are no divisional games. And it was sort of created for this very thing. You could kind of, if you needed to make some changes, you needed to, if you needed to have some postponements or whatever, they've almost scheduled for it. Good on the NFL. They, they kind of saw these things happening. Um, and, uh, boy, that's, that's a very interesting. These are, these are strange times, fascinating times we live in. Steelers-Titans game postponed over the positive uh, test. And, uh, Stephen, uh, just by the way, I want to catch up everybody. St. Louis Cardinals up 6-2, top of the third over San Diego. It's really weird to see San Diego in the playoffs, but, yes, it's happened. Top of the ninth, the Athletics 5-2 over the White Sox. And then the uh, Rays in the top of the six up over the Blue Jays 8-2. I mean, it seems silly that the Blue Jays would make the playoffs, but they did it. Nobody thought they would. Maybe that's good news. Maybe the, maybe the, uh, maybe the Rangers could turn it around faster than we think. Wouldn't that be great? Uh, and uh, so we will uh, we will see. Also, in NFL news, Stephen, the um, uh, the NFL has threatened bans and then lost draft picks if you don't wear your mask properly. So I guess there, man, because especially with this postponement, they're trying to get tough again on all these coaches. They don't like seeing these coaches. Their noses are hanging above the mask and all that kind of thing. Steven, I loved, uh, you know, I like how Andy Reid, he set a good example with that uh, defogger that he has and that kind of, what do you call it, N95 or M95, whatever that mask he has on. I saw today somebody showed a soccer picture of Diego Maradona at a, attending a soccer game, and he had some kind of like space shield on like a big old huge shield that looked like the front of somebody in a spacesuit. Now, I like that. I like I like the heck out of that. So let's see if we could get some of those uh, kind of masks in there. And, uh, Stephen, are you, do you think the NFL is starting to get tough, especially with this postponement? I think they are. They're trying to set a good example. And something I didn't realize until the, the Titans situation was – they don't test on game day. So a, a big part of this, too, is, you know, the Titans had a positive test on Saturday. They decided to play because there's only one assistant coach that tested positive. Um, and, you know, we've learned through the process of the pandemic that there is this incubation period. So you could potentially be infected and not know it um, if you're not getting tested the day of. So that's part of the reason why they have these masks installed is even though there is pretty rigorous testing, um, they're just trying to be safe. They're trying to keep all these players from missing games. And also there's just the obvious kind of image PR aspect of it, of, you know, adhering to what is right now government guidelines as far as wearing a mask if you're out in public and, and around people. All right. And, uh, Stephen, uh, NFL Players Association, that's NFLPA, you know it as, President J.C. Treader. J.C. Treader, it's kind of confusing, Stephen, because Jake Trotter is writing this story, but he's the starting center for the Cleveland Browns. Get ready to play these Cowboys. He's calling for NFL teams to change all field surfaces to natural grass 
to reduce the risk of injury to players. I kind of like this. The starting center for the Browns wrote a newsletter. Stephen, you love when players put out a newsletter. I, I tell you, I, I, more players should put out newsletters. Stephen, has the Baylor offensive line re, uh, released their newsletter this, this yeah, week Yeah, Jake yet? Burton's actually a big newsletter guy. He's trying to get the other oh, guys involved. That's so good. Love to hear from the Baylor newsletter. I'd like to see a TCU newsletter. I'd like to see um, John Denton and that crew write some, put out some newsletters. Stephen, do you get the alumni magazine? Do you get any kind of newsletter? I get things from the Bear Foundation, okay? That's what um, Jerry Hill Jerry Hill writes all that stuff, and he puts he churns out a lot of copy. It used to be a print product. Now it's online. Stephen, do you get the TCU Horn Frog version of that, or are you going to have to give a little more money before you give that? <laughs> no, I, I do. I get the TCU magazine. Uh, I don't think it's every month, maybe every other month, but yes, I, that's how I keep up to date with, with what's going on with the frogs. You oh really? You get an actual you can hold it in your hands kind of magazine. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. They're trying to out. They're trying to kind of basically do away with all that at Baylor. It seems like okay. Um, I guess saving up on trees or something. Baylor uh, players have a 28 percent higher rate of non-contact lower extremity in- injuries when playing on artificial turf as compared to grass. Treader citing NFL injury data collected from 2012 to 2018 added that those rates are even higher for non-contact knee injuries, 32%, and non-contact foot and ankle injuries, 69% on turf as compared to grass. Now, Stephen, the Cowboys are in pretty good situation here because all their players are on grass. <laughs> okay, okay. Now, well, Luckily, there's no more suspensions for that. I just thought we'd make some marijuana jokes. Uh, and, okay, here we go. Until we can find a way to get synthetic turf to respond and react like natural ga- grass, it's too much of a danger to continue to play on and expect different results. Currently, 13 NFL stadiums use artificial turf. Steven, I think that the Cowboys are one of them because they got all that stuff that, uh, you know, all that, all that rubber kind of stuff. You're, you're down there. You get that all in your shoes and everything. It's kind of a weird substance. I don't think that is natural grass. Steven, do you like this movement? Do you like this movement? I mean, yes, it's not something I really thought about before, but it's so rare now to see natural grass that um, I feel like NFL teams aren't going to go for this. But sure, if you're trying to keep players healthy, I think it makes sense. If there is data that shows that it's tougher on, you know, joints and these uh, kind of big-time, year-long um, really difficult injuries to come back from, then then let's explore it more. Thank you, J.C. Treader. I appreciate your newsletter. <laughs> By the way, John Denton, who apparently is still in our listening audience right now as he drives toward Austin, he says he can get me. He, he sent me today the newsletter, today's edition of the Frogs newsletter. Uh, I mean, I, I, I am, I'm trying to pull this up as we speak. I think, Stephen, my phone, I have blocked all Frogs News. It, it, my URL, defense.com, has, has taken over malware or something. It won't let Frogs through. <laughs> I would be careful. I think John's sending you a link to something completely different. <laughs> He's trying to send me a 
A virus. Oh, gosh, Stephen, I can't make virus jokes during the pandemic. All right, uh, John Denton. Man, that is, uh, that is TCU royalty. Was a great kicker for TCU, also known as quite an athlete and has become one of the most beloved members of the TCU community. Great to have him out there listening to us. Stephen, I feel I'm trying harder than usual just knowing John's out there. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to. I'm actually trying to be more professional. I know. I'm, I'm more focused as well. I don't want John spreading my name around in a bad way in Austin today. I can see him trying to hire you away from ESPN Central Texas. Steven, how much would we it take? We can only hope. We, how much would it take to get you away? <laughs> Not a lot. You're John, saying, email me. You, you're saying John wouldn't have to come up with too big an offer? Oh, it is the uh, Matt Mosley. No, we would never let you go. We'll match anything TCU offers. All right? We want first right of refusal on anything, any offer they make on the young, young Simcox. Proud TCU graduate. All right, Stephen, what did you do with your degree, by the way? Do you have it framed there in the house or your home office? Where, where do you have that? Yes, it's framed. It's, it's hung up. Actually, in the bedroom, not my home office. but. Oh, in the, be- oh, in the bedroom. Okay. All right. Good, good. Uh, it is uh, It's Mosley and Simcox rolling through a Wednesday afternoon. And, man, we got to get to this. I... I am so excited. Now, I wanted my Nuggets to make it. They didn't quite do it. But we have an NBA Finals for the ages. And got to get you prepared for it, okay? It's NBA Finals time. I know it's a weird timing. We got all kinds of stuff going on. We got base playoff baseball. We got college football. We got NFL. I get it. It's a weird time for the NBA Finals to fall. But that doesn't mean we can't talk about them. All right? NBA Finals, is this what LeBron needs to truly be recognized as the greatest of all time? We answer that next. Nobody has a better selection of light and heavy-duty Ram pickup trucks than Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Get ready for another beautiful evening here in Central Texas. We'll see mostly clear skies, very comfortable conditions, and pretty light winds as low temperatures fall to 54 degrees. It'll be mostly sunny tomorrow. A weak front moves through, but no rain with it. Hardly even a cloud, 87 degrees to high. And on Friday, mostly sunny skies. It will be a little bit cooler with those northerly winds and a high of 78. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.30 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, October 3rd and Sunday, October 4th at the Harker Heights Event Center off Edwards Drive. The Real Texas Gun Show, buy, sell, and trade firearms. The vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas. The Real Texas Gun Show, more than just guns, you'll also find preppers, survivalist supplies and equipment, hunting gear, fishing gear, camping supplies, and so much more. Head on down to the Real Texas Gun Show, October 3rd, 9 to 5, and October 4th, 10 to 4 at the Harker Heights Event Center. Social distancing and mask required. With more and more employees officing from their homes, how is your business pivoting during this unique time? Let the premier provider of technology in Texas, UBO Business Services, conduct a free business technology assessment for your organization. Our professional analysts will understand your organization's unique document workflow. You will get a 360-degree view of all your document-related expenses, as well as see your employees' challenges and areas in need of improvement. Call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600-ubeo.com. 
Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. Qualified buyers at 3.9% with 4,000 down cash or trade. One available. Tax title and license extra. See dealer for details. It's the pre-owned kickoff savings event at Richard Carr. Score big savings like a 2011 GMC Acadia SLE for $109 a month. Or a 2011 Chevy Avalanche pickup for $199 per month. Or a 2019 Jeep Cherokee for $279 a month. Celebrate your score at the kickoff savings event going on now at Richard Carr. Listen, in the past couple of years, we've had a lot of people moving in from out of state to Waco thanks to Chipper and JoJo. And while we welcome these new citizens, they unfortunately brought some of their bad habits with them. Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters, and you know what I'm talking about. Naked trucks. You'd think everyone moved here from McNewtville. But we shouldn't judge them, we should help them. For example, when you see a recent transplant truck from a less civilized state like California, Instead of saying, your truck is disgusting, your bed is exposed, get a bed cover on that truck, buddy, that's a bit harsh. Instead, try something like, you know, in Texas, it's not polite to drive around with your bed exposed. Maybe you should check out the excellent selection of bed covers at Pickup Outfitters. And then if they refuse, you can say, well, I hear New Mexico's a nice state. Let's help our new neighbors and let them know that truck nudity is not okay. Let them know about Pickup Outfitters of Waco and send them to our website, createacommotion.com. Don't miss the Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center. You'll find great items at terrific prices on new and used guns, knives, swords, hunting gear, books, coins, medals, and ammo. Best of all, you'll enjoy browsing with the benefit of paying discount prices. Hours are 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 to 4 Sunday. Bring in your old gun and trade up for the gun you've always wanted. Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center in Belton. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas, is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. NMLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Experience the homemade food and unique atmosphere that everyone is talking about at Fox's Treats and Eats on Highway 84 near McGregor. After a COVID outbreak within the Titans organization, the NFL has postponed their game Sunday against the Steelers and will be looking for a date to reschedule. NFL insider Ian Rappaport talks about what are the options in place for the NFL. Steelers-Titans game for Sunday is now no longer going to be played on Sunday. What they plan now is to either have the Steelers and Titans play on Monday or or potentially Tuesday. So we could actually have Monday Night Football, or we could have Tuesday Night Football, which for those of us who like watching football, probably not that bad a thing anyway. And as the league said, the, this will be, the game will be rescheduled to allow, you're seeing a statement right here, additional time for further COVID-19 testing and to ensure the health and safety of all players. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. 
Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show presented by Central National Bank. Here's Matt Mosley. Odd is Mosley and Simcox, 526. Wednesday afternoon, gorgeous afternoon. Had some good golf talk, had some West Virginia behind enemy lines. It's been a lot of fun today. Get the NBA Finals tonight. Good NBA story, Stephen. Coming out of uh, uh, Dallas, uh, Mark Cuban, the uh, the Mavs owner, uh, Delonte West has had all sorts of uh, mental health issues, addiction issues, and Mark Cuban met him at a local gas station in the Dallas area and uh, got him into rehab and is paying for the entire rehab. I think the rehab's actually happening in Florida. And uh, the family had been desperate for help. Delonte West, former NBA player. In fact, years ago, I think he played with LeBron early on, then played with the Mavs, and has had horrible, horrible issues over the years. I thought that was really cool. Mark Cuban doing a nice thing and uh, taking care of one of his former players as he covers the full cost of, uh, uh, of the rehab for Delonte West. Really cool story. He did play with LeBron, uh, and as you said, also spent some time in Dallas. Was a fun player the year he was in uh, a Mavericks uniform. And, yeah, I've always enjoyed watching Delonte West play. Um, he was great. That uh, St. Joe's, that college team he was on, he was in a backcourt with Jameer Nelson. That was a really fun group. I think they made it to the Elite Eight or Sweet 16. Uh, I just remember those two guys were, were so fun to watch in college. And, unfortunately for Delonte, um, there's been a lot of kind of sad videos of him just kind of aimlessly wandering around and not really having much direction. And I'm glad to see that Mark's helping him out. And hopefully uh, this will stick for him. And, and I hope he gets well soon. All right, Stephen, I, I, we'll do some NBA Finals talk, though, right here. Unless people on the, uh, on the CNC Collision uh, text line want some more debate coverage from us. I really think they liked our early debate coverage today. I know Tom Barfield, he's already complimented me. Just f- He feels like we should do more politics on this show. Uh, 254-662-1660, it is the CNC Collision text line. Do you want some more political talk? Uh, we could certainly uh, we could certainly do that, but uh, for now let's do some NBA. Uh, get you ready for tonight, eight o'clock tip off. That game will be on ABC. Game one. It's a strange time for the NBA Finals. Um, I, I I just have to say that to reach his tenth Finals, LeBron James. Love him or hate him, and I don't know why. I mean, I I, I get it. Why Mavericks fans? I mean, there was some. There was some, uh, uh, you know, some comments he said after the 2011 finals, even during those finals, he and Dwayne Wade. I get it why Mavericks fans didn't care for Wade, didn't care for LeBron James. But LeBron James has now become one of the elder statesmen and one of the greatest of all time. Is he the best of all time? Well, for those of us a certain age, we will always think Michael Jordan was the best. But LeBron and Michael Jordan was 6-0 and in the finals. All right, that'll always be, you know, an unbelievable record. But LeBron James now in his 10th finals appearance, he has to go down as one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest of all time. I mean, again, Jordan will always be number one for me. I'm not going to get into a Jordan or LeBron, so let's not even get down that path. If you want to weigh in on LeBron, you can call us or text us, 254 662 1660. I just think, much like Belichick 
in Brady, if you just keep knocking on the door, now, of course, they won, what, six Super Bowls, went to, I guess, nine of them. This is sort of like that, what he's been able to accomplish, reaching a tenth one. And now, does it cheapen it when you go shopping for teams? A little bit, a little bit. But, I mean, one of the uh, some of those appearances were with teams at uh, Cleveland that, quite frankly, weren't that great. He had some help from Kyrie winning that one. Obviously had some help in Miami uh, creating some of those super teams. But to go to 10 is it puts you at a place where it's hard to find anybody to compare it to. I mean, I love those Celtics teams. They were great. Parrish, McHale, uh, Bird, all those, Dennis Johnson. I love those teams. I mean, I really do. Uh, those were great, great teams. But those were teams. Those were incredible teams. LeBron does it even now, and Father Time catches up with pretty much everyone. It just really hasn't done it to him. And, it, and he is a dangerous player in a shortened season where he can take care of his body, get everything rehabbed like he needs to. And, he, it, the, you know, you saw him in past years start to break down a little bit at the end of the season. But the fact that you can still ride him to the finals. Now, again, did he need to bring in Anthony Davis to get this thing done? Absolutely. But I don't think there's any shame in that. This has been a two-superstar league for a lot of years. Dirk did it in 2011 by himself. Now, of course, he had Jet and a lot of help with the Matrix and everybody else. But Dirk was one of the last times you ever see just a true one single star do it. LeBron used to do that with Cleveland. LeBron would look over and have, like, Mo Peterson and uh, – Daniel Gibson and Eric Daniel Snow. Booby Gibson. You're right. All those guys. and Drew uh, Gooden. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he'd look over there and go, who in the world am I playing with? Vera Zhao was, I think, hanging around on one of those teams. I mean, they, those were not great, like, huge depth teams. That was a young LeBron dragging teams to the finals. Did he do it again with Cleveland? Sort of. Kyrie was at the peak of his powers, and he came into his own. And Kyrie had a huge uh, role in what happened there. But LeBron doing it with uh, this Lakers team, Anthony Davis, like, is LeBron the best player on that team? I don't know. You could go back and forth on that. Davis is incredible. Is he as assertive as LeBron? Is he the guy you want the ball in, in the, in the, at the end of the game? Well, he was against the Nuggets. He broke their hearts with a late, with a late shot. And you got to hand it to LeBron for, at times, deferring to the young superstar. Let me just say this. Anthony Davis is light years ahead of Paul George. Now, Kawhi went to Toronto and did something amazing. And he found out you can't do it with Paul George. Paul George is a great player. But Paul George is not the number two yo, superstar. Yeah, uh, the guys he had around him at Toronto, I'm talking about Kawhi, with uh, Lowry and, and uh, Siakam and those guys, that's a team. That's a team. And he didn't have that with the Clippers, okay? Some of those guys experienced major shrinkage in that series. And I'm talking at, at uh, uh, who, who am I talking about, Stephen? The, uh, the, the guy that, um, um, oh, gosh, the, the, the three-point shooter, Landry Shamit. Shamit. Some of those guys that were big-time shooters and did things early in the playoffs, it got to, it got to time, put up or shut up time, and they faded on him. 
Even the Morris brother, who's pretty good, was not great. Marcus Morris faded when the spotlight got big. Um, Do the Lakers have enough in these two superstars and their supporting cast to take down the Heat? I have my doubts. The Heat are a formidable team with a with an out-and-out out dog as their leader. Jimmy Butler can kind of hang in there, hang in there. At the end of the game, he's a killer. I mean, he's the guy you want. He's going to clamp down on you, and he's going to take over. And what he's done is we'll make, we can make this all about LeBron, but you've got to look at the heat because Tyler Hero comes off the bench. Duncan Robinson can hit the three. Uh, Goran Dragic comes off the bench. That team, Adebayo, stepped up and, and was big against the Celtics. It's a really, really good team. And basically, sleep on this team at your own risk. I do not think the Lakers are a shoe-in. I would say because people love betting on the Lakers and the Cowboys and teams like that, that Vegas has them. uh, I'm certain of it. I didn't even look today, Stephen, and I can tell you that Vegas has the Lakers favored because of LeBron and Anthony Davis. The Heat, I've got this thing is almost even money. I really do. I, I think the Heat are so impressive. I think Spolster's become a really good coach. In fact, I think the Miami Heat, um, I don't know. Do they have the – is that fair to say? Do they have the Do they have the coaching advantage? I mean, I think you could make that argument. Oh, yeah, I think Spolster's a better coach than Vogel. I like Vogel. like the man, like his haircut. And uh, and I think uh, I think that was a good pickup by them. I think he's the perfect LeBron coach because he defers to LeBron, but he's he's he knows enough to step up uh, when he needs to. But Spolstra has become very very comfortable, and that team loves him and plays for him. And in fact, the other day Jimmy Butler showed up in a Spolstra uh, Spolstra's college jersey. Where did Spolstra play college basketball? Stephen, do you know the answer to this question? Uh, did he play at Portland University? Way to go. I don't know if it's Portland or Portland State, but, yeah, you're right. It's Portland. Are they the Timbers, or is that that soccer team in town? That's the soccer team. All right. Every time I think of Portland right now, don't you think of, like, all the stuff going on there? You know, for a while I thought Portland. In fact, I thought, we got to go visit Portland. And I, for right now, with with the events going on in our country, I think of Portland, and I think of uh, I think of a community that's a little bit out of control right now. All right, um, this is uh, Stephen. Do I have you excited for the NBA Finals? I mean, are you? It, I, I think it's just hard to embrace a finals that's not happening in June. I mean, I th- th- that's it's supposed to happen late May, June. So these things are supposed to be happening about June 4th. Our bodies, our body clocks, our, our circadian rhythms, Stephen, are attuned with, the, with, the, with, with basketball in the summer, with, with the, co- the consummation of the season in the summer, the conclusion. Uh, and this is, this is strange, but I still think we need to stop down and embrace these NBA Finals. I think so as well, and you're right. It's going to be really weird, especially there's a couple games that are going to be on a Sunday night, and, I mean, it's just going to be really odd with, with basketball competing against the NFL on Sunday night, especially when it's the finals, but I'm excited, and you make a really good point about LeBron, and I think this is a really crucial series 
for his legacy because, yes, the 10 finals, that's incredibly impressive. And, man, he drugged those Cleveland teams. I mean, when he left for Miami, that Cleveland team, other than LeBron leaving, they really didn't make many changes on that roster. And they went from the best team in the East to the worst team in basketball. I mean, it was a just an incredibly dramatic drop-off from what they had before. They had a long losing streak that season after he left. Um, but I think obviously the thing that hurts LeBron is he's three and six in these finals. And he's kind of been able to get away with it. One, because a lot of those finals he was in, he was the underdog aside from that 2011 debacle against the Mavs. And then I guess maybe that the, the one that he lost to the Spurs, uh, but the majority of those, he's been the underdog. And then he had that defining moment in Cleveland when he came back from the three, one lead uh, that the Warriors had and the Warriors had the best regular season ever and they fought back and won, and he was just absolutely incredible. But if you lose here, and I understand. Draymond that, lost that finals. Yeah. I mean, Draymond getting run out of that series or getting suspended, that was uh, that, that will forever be the one that got away from the Warriors. But you, you're right. He took advantage of it and in, uh, in, in snatched that thing. And wait, what did you think? I'm trying to think back on that Spurs thing. Was the Spurs – the Spurs, Spurs had beat him in five. And okay. that was the last but year he was in Miami. Last year. But wasn't there another matchup where the Spurs had a, I mean, had it yes. locked up Ray, and Ray let Allen one get away from and, them? Yeah, Ray Allen hit that three in game six. And the Spurs were, were counting down. They were going to win that thing in six. Ooh. And then Allen saved the day, and the Heat ended up winning the series in seven. Um, but I do think even though this Miami team is really deep, I still feel like just big picture – this is going to be a pretty glaring indictment on on Braun if he can't get this done because Jimmy Butler is the best player on that team, and they have a lot of other options. But if the Lakers don't finish this thing out, then I feel like LeBron's going to take a, a lot of heat for it, and as he should. I mean, they've really run through this playoff run. And if he wins, there's obviously going to be people that don't, don't like him that say it was a cheap title because of the pandemic, et cetera. But I don't think he has to worry about that. But he's got to get this thing done in this series, in a time where his team's favored, to add to that. And I feel like if he does that, if he gets four, and if he adds to that legacy more, then you're in a situation. Because I still feel like there's people that put Kobe up there ahead of LeBron. And, and maybe, you know, Russell, maybe Wilt. But if he gets this one and he gets to four, I think he firmly puts himself at that number two spot of all time. I just think people hold it against LeBron and they'll hold it against, uh, you know, they, I, I just think anybody that goes championship hopping, looking around for an easier route to the championship. Now, what he's done is incredible. But Dirk, Kobe, Jordan, I know Jordan came back to play for the Wizards, but that doesn't count. Uh, those guys that just stayed no matter what, they, they see, I, I think some – fans obviously that just makes them love them more but uh, the 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 kind of hopping around is the only thing that takes away from the uh, from the luster there uh, from of uh, LeBron's career but still 10 trips to the finals that's insanity that that is by by every measure he's the greatest player from his era and and will always be ahead of Kevin Durant or Steph or anybody else that comes along and wins more titles because Durant went uh, ring hopping. He went ring seeking. 
and and you just you lose a little bit of respect. LeBron actually went back to Cleveland. I mean, he sort of in some weird sense increased the degree of difficulty. So I don't think of him as the ring seeker that I do that like KD. And I, that may be unfair, but I don't put him in that same boat. All right, good NBA discussion. Appreciate it. Everybody coming in on the uh, text line, the uh, CNC Collision text line, 254-662-1660. And uh, next, it is time for the dismount. A couple of fun stories to send you on your way. A little bit of breaking news for you. That's all next. This high school football coaches show with Whitney coach Mark Bird, brought to you by Citizen State Bank of Whitney. Coach, y'all opened up district play with a nice win over Dallas Life Oak Cliff. How important was it to get that win for your team? You know, I think after the Rogers and Mark games, I think we were we were really needing some success, and and it didn't matter what we won by or, or how we won. We just needed some positives, and we got that. You know, I thought our defense uh, played well on the run. Uh, you know, we still got some things to clean up pass wise, but you know, for the most part, we were needing we were needing some success. Garrett Peacock had a phenomenal performance, counting for four touchdowns. When he's on, y'all are hard to beat, aren't y'all? We are. You know, uh, granted, he, you kind of pick and choose what you want out of that kid. But, you know, he's very heads. He makes good decisions. You know, he's 21 to 29. And, uh, you know, he put the ball on the mark. We probably had five drops that, you know, he put right right where they needed to be. But, you know, he, uh, he generates us, you know. And, and I, I think that's things that people have to take into account. Not only can he – you know, spread the ball out with his arm, but he's pretty good run threat too. Those tough non-district games are going to come into play this week as you travel to Grandview. You guys have to be excited for an opportunity to try and knock off the two-time defending state champs, don't they? You know, uh, uh, the one thing we talked to our kids about, we did it last year, you know, we're playing our second number one team in the state. So, you know, it's just, uh, it's a great atmosphere, but at the same time, it's good to let our kids know that they've been on that stage. Uh, they, they've beaten Grandview, and, and granted, we don't just we don't just wait on that. But the fact that we've played good ball and played good ball club. ESPN Central Texas. Citizen State Bank is excited about Central Texas high school sports and is glad to be a part of so many outstanding communities. Citizens has 10 branches to serve you, including Buffalo, Centerville, Clifton, Dawson, Grosbeck, Hubbard, Itasca, Teague, West, and Whitney. If you're one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you're looking for a bank where you're more than a number, check them out at CitizenStateBankTX.com. Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of success. Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, jagger, wampus cat, lion, trojan, or wildcat, know that Citizen State Bank supports and appreciates your hard work. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. 
experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Experience the homemade food and unique atmosphere that everyone is talking about at Fox's Treats and Eats on Highway 84 near McGregor. After a COVID outbreak within the Titans organization, the NFL has postponed their game Sunday against the Steelers and will be looking for a date to reschedule. NFL insider Ian Rappaport talks about one of the options in place for the NFL. Steelers-Titans game for Sunday is now no longer going to be played on Sunday. What they plan now is to either have the Steelers and Titans play on Monday or potentially Tuesday. So we could actually have Monday Night Football or we could have Tuesday Night Football, which for those of us who like watching football, probably not that bad a thing anyway. And as the league said, the this will be the game will be rescheduled to allow, you're seeing a statement right here, additional time for further COVID-19 testing and to ensure the health and safety of all players. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. It's time for the dismount. For a final look at today's top stories, here's Matt Mosley and Stephen Simcox. It is the two of us, and it's the dismount. It's the end of the show, and uh, we want to leave you with some breaking news, get you caught up on a few items. And uh, one thing, Stephen, that uh, came across our desk is the uh, – Report from the guy we had on yesterday, Paul Kaharski. PaulKaharski.com is also a radio man in Nashville. Reports that the CBS crew that will be working the game has been told that it will happen on Monday night. Talking about the uh, Titans-Steelers game. All right, that was supposed to be Sunday, and there's an outbreak, and the Titans can't get back into their facility it looks like until Saturday and uh, it looks like they will try to play that game on a Monday boy to not really be able to prepare and then go try to play a game that's going to be extremely hard and uh, it looks like that uh, that game would be on local markets only and I guess they'll it'll be CBS local I mean you know if they CBS could try to work some kind of trade with ESPN and do an ESPN doubleheader. I mean, that really makes the most sense to do uh, start one of those games at six and then have a later game at like eight eight thirty nine or nine thirty whatever. Have a late game on Monday Night Football and do a doubleheader. Um, it, that makes more sense than CBS trying to do it in market only. But uh, that is the case right now. They are aiming toward Monday because they think Tuesday, if they play on Tuesday, that's going to be a really tough turnaround for those uh, to turn around and have to play Sunday if they play Tuesday. 
Yeah, Matt, it'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, Monday night sort of doubleheader, even though it's not really that because it won't be on the same network. But, I mean, credit these sports leagues. They're fun in a way. You know, MLB dealt with this too. And Marlins, Cardinals missed a number of games, but they were able to get the season finished. So they're finding a way to get this done, and that's very commendable given uh, given the circumstances. We also found out during the show, Matt, that uh, there's going to be some World Series baseball in Arlington, Texas, and there will be fans in attendance. MLB is going to distribute 11,500 tickets. They'll make those available for fans to uh, get into Globe Life Field. World Series starts October 20th. So there will be people in Globe Life Field for the first time watching the World Series. Unfortunately, the Texas Rangers will not be involved. All right. Yeah, well, we uh, shocker there. Uh, Ray Davis today talking to reporters The uh, or says the Rangers will, because of the pandemic, will not go up on their payroll next year, but does say they will uh, be able to sign that number two pick overall. That's the only prize is that they're going to get to pick early in the draft, although the prize of the draft, the young rocker from Vandy, Tracy Rocker's son, is um, uh, just an unbelievable. Steven, is he a pitcher, a right-handed pitcher? Yeah. Give me the uh, dimensions on this guy. Isn't he, a, isn't he a monster? Yeah, Kamar Rocker, big kid. He's 6'5", uh, like 240 pounds, built like an NFL player, and great pitcher for Vandy was one of the best players in, or has been one of the best players in college baseball the last few years. So he's uh, he'll be first he'll be the first pick no doubt. All right, of course the Pirates will take him and then Ray Davis and his crew will step up. The reclusive owner comes out, visits with the uh, local. It's better that he doesn't. It's better that he just stays hidden because he's basically taken a big market team and turned them into the Pittsburgh Pirates. And that that hurts me to say cuz I'm a longtime Pirates fan. But that's what the Rangers have become. They've stripped it down to nothing, and it's a sad deal because when Nolan and and uh, John Daniels both were operating in a, in a good fashion together, um, and again, I don't subscribe to this. Oh, Nolan's gone, so the team fell apart. Some of this stuff happened for various reasons. But if you go to back-to-back World Series in uh, 2010, 2011. And then now it's just a joke of, a, of an organization. I mean, it really is. And it just does not seem like it's going to turn that quickly. Help does not appear to be on the way. So, Stephen, I'm, uh, but I'm glad the World Series is coming uh, to Arlington. And I think you and I should be right in the middle of it. And we'll see if we can get over there, broadcast a little bit, and talk about the World Series. We'll just go do the show live from... Texas Live, which is where all those restaurants and bars and all that kind of fun stuff is, and we'll try to do that before the World Series, perhaps, or during the World Series. All right, what else do you have, Stephen? Well, one more note on uh, Ray Davis. He was asked today if he has any plans to sell the team, and he said, Matt, as long as the good Lord keeps me on the earth, I have no plans to sell the Texas Rangers. So, Ray Davis, uh, planning on sticking around and and continuing to, to own the Texas Rangers. Oh, joy. I mean, I wish I wish he'd step up and sell them tomorrow. Get somebody in there with some. I mean, he's got deep pockets, but like a lot of owners, sometimes they uh, get into this and then they're like, "Oh man, I got a chance to cut payroll during this rebuild." Oh, we finally get Shinsu Chu and some of these guys off the books. Rangers right now, if they're going to do a true rebuild, they probably ought to uh, just cut ties with. Um, with Odor, he's still owed quite a bit of money. 
Uh, Elvis still on the books, but uh, Elvis has been great for so long. If this is his last season, I think the world of Elvis, but it, it's kind of time. It's time to move on. Solak, some of these other young players, Tejada, let's see what they have. Trevino at, uh, at catcher. Got some outfielders that I'm, 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 you know, moderately interested in. Let's move to the future. But uh, as long as Ray Davis is involved, the Rangers are going to continue to be mediocre at best, horrible at worst. Matt, final thing uh, as we wrap up here, don't forget Coach Dave Randall will be on with John Morris coming up next at 6 o'clock, the Baylor Coaches Show. And Coach Randall will make his weekly appearance on the Matt Mosley Show tomorrow at 5.20. Thank you to Myatt Fuels and Neighbor Oaks Waco for uh, bringing that segment to our listeners. All right, Stephen, we'll uh, be set up to do that tomorrow, and it'll be great. Coach Aranda always uh, shares some interesting things with us, and we, uh, we, love, uh, we love him being a part of our show. And, of course, you'll hear from him a little bit at 3.20, but the full interview tomorrow at 5.20, always some interesting news coming out of our conversations with Dave Aranda, head football coach of the Baylor Bears. All right, everybody, I want you to have a great evening. Steven, I'm going to watch some uh, major eighth-grade volleyball action tonight. You'll see what we can do there. And uh, I know you've got a lot planned tonight. And, then, of course, we'll gather around and watch the NBA Finals, and we'll react to it tomorrow. And tomorrow we'll also make our picks, start making our pick them, all our high school games that we look at, and, and we'll do a, we'll try to do the best job we can. As I, last week, I think I had that big Franklin pick that people are still talking about. All right, Stephen, I want you to have a great evening. I want all our listeners to thank you to everybody who's been a part of this. We will talk to you tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Good night, everybody.